Hello, friends. The Morally Flexible podcast is devoid of any redeemable qualities. This show is basically a couple of drunk people doing some movie reviews, discussing topics that will make most people sick, and sharing life lessons of no educational value. Think of it as tainted domestic wisdom. This is a two to three hour podcast. If you have the attention span of a squirrel, please stop listening and unsubscribe. We also provide spoiler-filled movie reviews. If you haven't seen the movies reviewed in this episode, please stop listening and go watch them. Lastly, this show is full of explicit content. If the words shit, fuck, bitch, whore, cock, pussy, or jizz bother you, it's probably too late. You've already been triggered. Hit stop now. We at the Morally Flexible Podcast thank you and hope you enjoy the show. It's the Welcome to the Morally Flexible Podcast. My name is Josh and I am your host. Sitting across from me, as always, is one half of my dynamic duo, or is it our dynamic duo? Whatever. Hi, Mike. Hi. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm I'm doing. We are celebrating a bit of a milestone tonight. Are I we? I don't know if you're aware of this, but this is our 40th episode. Holy shit. I know, right? That's crazy. Isn't it nuts? And you've been a part of it for eh, half of that 40. Yeah, getting there. Well, yeah, you you, you guest hosted a few episodes. Yes, and, I did. Yeah, you're, and I think you're, I took over on 31. You took over on 31. That mm. is correct. But uh, still, we're at 40. We're alive and kicking. Yes. That's something, right? I think that is something to celebrate. All right. Well, chin chin. Clink, clink, clink. Speaking of milestones, uh, a podcast that I listen to on the regular uh, reached their 400th episode. Dude, we're almost this there. This week. I know we're close. <laughs> we're so fucking close. But uh, uh, Pop Culture Leftovers, it's oh. just a show that I was really the first podcast I listened to mm. that had to do with pop culture. Before that, it was maybe one crime, true crime podcast that I listened to. But this was the first one that I really got into and was listening to every, every week religiously. Uh, mm. So Jake and Brian uh, over there, they're the two hosts. Uh, yeah, they hit 400 this week and they dropped a seven hour plus hour episode. Holy shit, really? Well, it was really cool because they brought on a bunch of their, you know, all of the listeners got a chance to, to oh, do cool. segments here and there on the show. And just it was them just sitting and talking and bullshitting. And good good times, a lot of fun. So I just wanted to say uh, congratulations to uh, Jake and Brian at uh, Pop Culture Leftovers. They were a very important inspiration for me to start a show. Um, I thought podcasting was a silly little thing prior to uh, really getting onto that show. I had a, it's funny, I had a, a good friend of mine, his uh, girlfriend got into podcasting. Mm. She, she started a show and this was, a long time ago. This was before it was really kind of popular, and I laughed it off. I'm like, ah, eh, it's fucking dumb, whatever. 
10 years later, what am I doing? <laughs> Sitting and talking into a microphone. Yes, so, sir. But anyways, uh, yeah, Jake and Brian and uh, PCL were, were my inspiration. So I, I just wanted to take a second and congratulate them. Whether or not they hear this, I have no idea. But um, well, nonetheless, cheers, boys. Yes, congrats. Congrats. All right. So in order for us to make it to 400, it would be lovely if people would listen to the show. That'd be helpful. It would be. It's not going to stop me from doing the show, no, but no. still, it would be great if we, you know, added some. I, I would like some PCL numbers, please. Jesus, God, you know. But uh, those that do listen, I, I very both Mike and I very much appreciate uh, your patronage. Hmm. Is yes, it's a patronage if they're getting it for free. Um, you know, I have no idea. Yeah, what. it's a good question, but whatever. We'll, we'll let that go. So, uh, if you want to reach out to us, which somebody did reach out to us today, I actually got an email from one of our listeners. Oh, really? His name is Josh. No, it wasn't me. Uh, mm. said he very much enjoyed the show, listening to the show. Um, he was, uh, sorry that you, uh, did not enjoy Halloween kills. <laughs> he said, however, uh, you need to watch, uh, Terrifier. Yes, I do. Okay. I agree with that. Yes. I'm excited for it. I haven't watched, still haven't watched it, but I'm going to save it for uh, this weekend. Okay. Yes. So he's very excited to hear your thoughts on that. And maybe we'll, we'll do a little, little something, something yes. on that. But hey, it was great to get a, an email. That's, I think, our second email we've had in 40 episodes. So come on, people. Fucking hu- hustle up here. I, I, That's right. I, just send me, it made my day. I was having a shit day until I got, an, until I got this email <laughs> from Josh saying, hey, I really enjoy your show. And I was like, oh. That's awesome. That's sweet. So if you want to be like Josh, because you should be like Josh, uh, go ahead and uh, reach out to us. Contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. On Facebook, it is the Morally Flexible Podcast. Twitter at the Morally Instagram, morally underscore flexible underscore podcast. And of course, our website is morallyflexiblepodcast.com. Drinky. All right. Today, Michael brought with him the Telemordew. Yes, sir. A little Tully. It's a special Tully, though. This is the Cider Cask Finish. It is 40% alcohol by volume, which makes it 80 proof. Uh, what would you spend on this? Uh, $24. That's a hell of a deal, sir. It's a hell of a deal. And it is good. Yes. It's very smooth. There's a there's a hint of, of apple to it. Is, yeah, is it, it's is, not overpowering. It's no. not, don't think like a apple crown or anything like that. It's just a very subtle hint. It's, it's good. Yes, I, I'm, I'm liking this quite a bit. Quite a bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a slurp sound. Yeah. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah. Mike was telling me about a, a bourbon, or I'm sorry, it's a Tennessee whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. That was what God, was the, what was, what was the ABV? Sixty-two point three, something like that. A, is, ABV. Yeah. Yes. George yeah. Dickel, fifteen year. And that shit. That's that's paint thinner right there, but you're was, saying it, but you're saying it was good. It was super smooth. Okay. I couldn't believe that it's a, it was that that high proof. Well, you can after a few minutes when it hits you, you I'm definitely sh- can can believe it. But uh, no, it's the taste smooth. That's delicious. gotta feel. That's gotta feel like a truck running into you. It, just about. Yeah. 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 It hits quick. Unfortunately, we don't allow. Um, Tennessee or Kentucky whiskey or <laughs> anything from that area. Um, I, I don't allow those spirits here. 
So, uh, yeah, sounds great. <laughs> Maybe we'll try it someday. Nothing but, west of the Atlantic. That's right. <laughs> God. All right, let's go to the news. So we ha- had a late addition to the um, news. Or, God, I can't think tonight. I'm not drunk yet. Mm. I'm working on it. Mm. But we had a, a kind of a late uh, addition to the weekly report. Uh, the trailer for Lightyear dropped today. Yes, Which sir, I, I sent you. You yes. did watch. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, looks like they are doing some type of... Uh, animated origin story for Buzz Lightyear, except it's real and he's not a toy. Yes. Is that, am I, am I following it? You're you're going right down the right path here. It seemed a little, it just looked a little funny to me. It looked weird. It did. Yes. And, and Chris Evans is doing the voice. Yes. And clearly this is the inspiration model. (laughs) It's a cross between the original Buzz Lightyear and Chris Evans face. It really is. It's funny to look at. Sorry, Tim Allen, you're out. Yeah, that's. Did he get canceled? I know. I I know. There's been a lot of. I think he's made some some statements. I'm totally pulling this out of my ass, but I remember there being some negative publicity about him at at some point. I think there is some, but I don't think it was anything. It wasn't like a Me Too thing by any means or anything like that. I think it's just his political views generally are a little to one side, and so he's just kind of, people kind of pushed him out. They, they skew in a direction that yeah. no one likes. I know that he had that show Last Man Standing, yes. w- which was fucking awful. Yeah. I, I couldn't watch it. <laughs> Home Improvement, though? That was the shit. I, I love I, Home I, Improvement. I grew up on that show. Fuck I, yeah. That was a good show. Has not aged well. No, it I, hasn't. I, 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 but I will still rewatch it over and over again. Yeah. I, 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 God, it was a couple of years ago I caught an episode on the fly, and I'm uh, just like, oh, this is not funny anymore. Uh, it's funny when I was a kid. It's hilarious. <laughs> but not so much now. Uh, let's see here. Uh, speaking of trailers, the Tiger King trailer was was released. Did you did you watch that? The Tiger King Deuce. The Tiger King Deuce. I watched a trailer a couple weeks ago. Did they put out another one? It might be the same one. That's the oh, first time oh, I saw it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that, it was released that, this week, that's, but that's fine. I don't know. Uh, but it looks like they're going to be digging into Carol Baskin's late husband, other fallout from the first show. Uh, we're going to, for sure, looks like we're getting more of that one dude on the jet ski. And uh, God, the, the, so. Who, who was that guy again? He was like an accountant or something. I don't fucking remember. I, I, don't, I think he's, it was he who they bought me. I don't, I don't I have no idea. But at any rate, they're just beating, <laughs> beating dead horse right now. I mean. Well, and I think I did talk about this a while back. I. I don't know what they can show. I, I don't know what's going to be of interest because Joe Joe's in jail. Yeah. Yay. Can I watch a bunch of footage of them talking through a visitor's screen? Well, and that's why I, th- I think it's going to be like a lot of like, oh, his phone call, recorded phone calls talking about this and that kind right. of thing, you know? I, 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 don't, I don't have any interest in that. It's uh, not going to be what it was. It's not. It's no. not special. It's not uh, that... They caught lightning in a bottle with that first one. Oh yeah, it, it was the circumstances of what was going on. The you know the quarantines were all kicking off at that point. It's a very unique topic. It's a very unique person. But we got a, a mini series out of it. I think at this point the story has been told. Unless something 
bust wide open with Carol Baskin and the disappearance of her of her husband. There's yeah. something that's come to light. Which, if there was, it'd be on the news by now. Yeah. There's nothing's changed. No. It's just going to be a bunch of speculation, uh-huh. and it's just yeah, it's it's, it's more shit. They're yeah. di- they're they're just trying to to ride the wave again. Mm-hmm. Speaking of jet skis, <laughs> nobody can ever look sad on a jet ski. You know that, right? That's very it's true. Impossible. You can try. You can try, but it's impossible. <laughs> but you'll end up smiling. So yeah, I I think I'm gonna skip this one. To be honest, um, I'll, I, yeah, I'm I'll, out. I'll, I'll I'll try maybe the first episode, but if it's just going to be just a bunch of talking heads mm. speculating on a bunch of bullshit, I'm out. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, out. I'm right there with you. All right, announced this week. Uh, apparently, Hayden Christensen will be extending his return to the Star Wars universe and will be in the upcoming Ahsoka series on Disney Plus. Oh. So we already know he's coming back for the Obi-Wan yes. series. So he's just going to make the rounds, I yep. guess. Hey, right? make that money. That's right. This is interesting because obviously Ahsoka is set at the same time as the you know uh, time period as the Mandalorian. Yes. He's dead at this point. <gasps> You're right. Anakin's dead. Vader's dead. Yeah. So, is he going to be a force ghost? Could be <laughs> just uh, flashbacks, maybe flashbacks. Yeah, because in Rebels, Ahsoka and Vader did tie it up in, in that mm. show. They they did face each other and and ha- and have a smackdown. Mm. And she it, during that episode, spoiler, uh, she finds out that Anakin is Darth Vader. Okay, so. She already, you know, she's aware of what happened and that, that kind of closed that loop a little bit. So I don't know what the plan is there. I, I mean, I'm, I'm in all the way. Oh yeah. No, the show should be fantastic. Who, who, who would have ever thought we'd be excited to see Hayden Christensen and things again? Right. right? <laughs> it's been a minute. Hasn't it's it? been a minute and we, we reviled him for a very long time. <laughs> I like jumper. I, I can't complain. That was a good one. That was a cool movie. Yeah. I, I don't hate the guy. He's a good actor. He just was put into three, two movies that <laughs> gave him horrible dialogue and turned him into a whiny bitch. That's not his fault. I will always blame George Lucas for everything involving the prequels. Yes. I think that uh, I think him coming back is going to be cool. It's going to be some interesting continuity with things. At least during Obi Wan, it's set between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope, so he's Vader at that mm. point. So yeah. my guess is we're going to get to see Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we needed Hayden Christensen for that, but whatever. Well, it's important that he's under the mask, even if you can't see his face. And even <laughs> though James Earl Jones is doing the voice, <laughs> look, it real he you need the silhouette. Right. So, okay, whatever. I, I'm in. Uh, rumors have also circulated with the series that uh, she would be on the hunt for Grand Admiral uh, Thrawn in the series. Thrawn is a uh, Grand Admiral, as I said oh, in the title. Oh, now who, who, I, yeah, I That makes get everything. It, yes. yes. Uh, he's a very popular character that really came to, to prominence during the Timothy Zahn book series. Like the, the, the Zahn books were like the first books that Lucasfilm greenlit mm. that took place after Return of the Jedi. Now it's all non-canon, it, it's not canon anymore. 
Yeah. They, that's part of their Legends series or whatever. But those first three books introduced uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, who is uh, Imperial through and through. Think of him like uh, one of the Emperor's kind of right-hand guys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Immense okay. power. Yeah. So in Star Wars Rebels, he was one of the main antagonists later on in the series. And at the end of the series, uh, he and one of the main characters from Rebels ends up getting sucked into, I don't know what the fuck it was, some type of hyperspace thing. And there were animals involved. Anyways, they disappeared. Mm. So the thought is, is that she is going to be trying to find that character from Rebels. His name is Ezra Bridger. They're going to be, she's going to be on the hunt for him and try, you know, obviously with him, Thrawn goes along with that part and parcel but cool yeah yeah whatever no yeah. it's not like i wasn't gonna watch it anyways yeah. plot's kind of secondary at this point. <laughs> rosario dawson with lightsabers are you kidding yeah, me that's fucking right i'm in <laughs> i'm in i don't care if she has some weird fucking horn shit on her head that's fine i know she's there that's right that i i love that fucking character she yeah. the, fucking ah- cool. ahsoka started out as the most irritating character in clone wars mm-hmm. and turned into the most interesting character on Clone Wars, so um, I've been along for the ride. Excellent. Uh, let's see. Uh, Zack Snyder uh, wants Mr. Freeze and Matt Reeves' The Batman sequel. Well, good for him. He would like to see Matthias Schoenartz cast for the role. Who the fuck is that? Some obscure Belgian actor that hasn't been in anything that is popular in the U.S. So... Zack Snyder's not involved with any of this. Not right? in the slightest. So why he's, the fuck he's, is not, he... he's not producing any of the DCEU movies so anymore. So why is he even... <sighs> because he's Zack Snyder, that's, and, guess, and yeah. he knows that, that the fandom's going to go, oh, yeah, that's a great idea, <laughs> Mr. Zach. Freeze. Yes, thank you, Mr. Snyder. That's a wonderful <laughs> idea. <laughs> Hashtag freeze the Batman. I, I don't know. Okay, Zach, so, thanks. Shut the fuck up and, and just go enjoy your Netflix money and, and make Army of the Dead sequels and prequels and <laughs> whatever the fuck. Well, your, your pseudo Star Wars trilogy that you're going to make for Netflix. Yeah. Exactly. Look, I, I, I like the guy's work, but yeah, he, he tends to run his mouth a he, little much. He seems super like, I don't know, that just seemed like he's way overstepping and being pretentious by suggesting some fucking act actor it's like that he knows no one in 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 the u.s is really going to be familiar with that's what that seems like to me that's how it reads i read i i saw some clickbait today which i didn't go for but it was Zack snyder you know comments on another director directing you know justice league Uh 2 i'm like really it ain't (laughs) happening who fucking cares well, maybe, yeah. G- maybe J.J. Abrams is available. Huh? Huh? <laughs> it's just something else he could fuck up. Oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud? Maybe. I like Star Trek. Or... <laughs> I-, I didn't like Into Darkness, but I like Star Trek. All right. Well, that's... um, Yay. Nah, nothing. <laughs> fuck, fuck off, Zach. So, it has been confirmed Bill Murray is going to be in yes, Ant-Man in the Wasp Quantumania. Yes, he is. How about that? We have no fucking clue who he's playing. Nope. So, I'm not even going to speculate. No. I but... just know that Bill Murray's weird ass is going to be in, in Ant-Man and Wasp. I'm super into it. Good luck to the director trying to get anything coherent out of him. No shit. 
I don't know what the fuck he's going to do. Best of luck. <laughs> probably, it'll probably be a fucking three-minute cameo like like he did in, yeah. uh, in uh, uh, Zombieland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of those, he's there for five minutes. <laughs> All right, write my check. That was about the right time for him right now, though. You know what I mean? That's a perfect length well, for him. Well, if it's not a Wes Anderson movie, I don't want to... Bill Murray just doesn't fit anywhere else now. <laughs> If, if we're gonna, and, yeah. and I love him in Wes Anderson movies. Yes, he's always good. Wes Anderson seems to be the only one that can corral Bill Murray. Mm, that's a good way to put that. Because any other time he's in something, he just seems all over the fucking place. And he's a crazy guy, and yeah. I love him. I yeah. I celebrate his catalog. That's right. I loved him in the first Space Jam movie. <laughs> yes, he was a highlight. <laughs> he was a highlight. So, you got anything else? Oh, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, the new South Park movie, South Park Post-COVID, is re- release date has been set for November 25th, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This is part of their renewed deal with uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker that they secured with Viacom CBS, including extending their series through 2027, uh, doing 14 original made-for-streaming events, basically extended episodes or movies. And also have some video games and such also thrown into that deal as well. When's the last time you actually watched South Park? I watched all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just rewatch old episodes. The old episodes. I the first it, five seasons. I, I'm not gonna knock it because honestly, I haven't watched in forever. Really? I know they had their pandemic special I and it. they had the didn't they have another one? Yeah, they had the quarantine special or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they had a couple of them. Yeah. Or, or, Vaccine special. Yeah, the vaccine special. I I watched some of the pandemic special. I it it really didn't grab me. Yeah, I mean there were some funny parts to it. I look, I know they're funny, but I I honestly, it's like Family Guy. I haven't watched either of those. That I haven't watched in a long in a long time. I've I've more recent Family Guy's been more of a recent watch for me than South Park, which makes sense. But yeah, I don't know. So I like South Park because you can just—it's mindless, especially the older seasons. Just mindless fuckery. Oh, it is. Can't I I like the mid, the mid. You know, you get about fifth, sixth season yeah. on. That's when they really kind of started going off the reservation and just doing <laughs> whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Yes, I think the first couple seasons are just fucking copy and paste. Mecca Streisand's great. Yes, one of my favorites. But <laughs> Rochambeau, you for it. <laughs> Well, cool. They can keep doing their thing, and I, uh, you know, it's gonna one of those days I'll get pneumonia or something, and I'll just be sitting at home watching TV, and I'll just burn through, dude, all of their stuff. Twenty minute episodes. Yes, fantastic. I think the last one I, I watched all the way was the Human Centipede. The episode. Human Centipede. Centipede. Yes, <laughs> that one. And that was funny. That was funny. That was yeah. a good one. That was yeah. That was fucked up. <laughs> it was funny. Not as fucked up as the, movie, the Human Centipede, but still, it was funny. The iconic Nightmare on Elm Street house is for sale. Oh. From the original uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, price tag, $3.2 million. It is uh, in a residential neighborhood in L.A., uh, Apparently, uh, Bo Burnham and his girlfriend, director, uh, are were the owners that are putting it up for sale. What? He actually filmed his uh, Netflix special inside in that house. That was inside that, that house? That was inside the Nightmare Holy on Street shit, house. Holy shit, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Did you watch that? 
I didn't. It, it's, Dude, it's weird. Don't expect a com- Bo Burnham comedy show. That's not what it is. I'm not a it's Bo different. Burnham fan in the first place. Oh, so okay. experimental wacky shit was really mm. not on my menu. Uh, uh, it's I, it's some heard, wacky shit. I've heard people have raved about it. Critically, it's gotten a lot of love. It's different. It's super depressing. I, I watched, and that's the thing. I watched the trailer for it, and yeah. it just didn't grab me. Yeah. It, and it seemed like. If you're not it, into his music and his meta bullshit, then you won't be into not, it. Not really. No. I've liked him since, you know, he's, he's about my age. I watched him when he first started on YouTube. So Okay. But, uh, yeah, if you're not into his, all his meta bullshit, you'll fucking hate it, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, the three point two million. Damn. Yeah. But what did we learn last week about buying the home of where horrible murders have occurred? <laughs> what 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 did Big John and Little John teach us last week? Uh, that you grab something bigger than a paring knife. That's <laughs> right. Knife. And now we're dealing with a guy that kills you in your dreams. <laughs> That's right. So I ain't buying that house, even if I had the three point two million. Yes, because I believe we left off on that. It's fairly ambiguous. Jason cutting off his head. Is he dead or not? <laughs> that question will probably never be answered. No. Never be answered. Okay. Uh, Eternals Rotten Tomato scores dropped to the lowest of any MCU movie at 65%. One point lower than Thor Dark World. So here's the thing about that. So I've seen a lot of people talking about that. It only has 84 reviews. It's hasn't come out yet. You can't really judge it off of that yet. I mean, we can set the bar low for it, I guess, but you can't judge no, it off this shit. No, yet. you you can't. There, yeah. this, it has not had a wide release yet. People haven't seen it. Yeah, the ones that have, it's been, I'm sure, special screenings. Mm-hmm. They've been able to get in with press screenings and and whatever else. Um, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Rate it sixty five percent. I Rotten Tomatoes does not dictate how i feel about a movie no never will but it, i i know everybody's fucking panties are on fire right oh, now because oh my god shit. there's a marvel movie that might be bad uh one came out a little while ago kids <laughs> i don't know if you saw it streamed yeah yeah we won't mention it she sued Disney. Um, anyways, <laughs> that, that name will never be spoken of here again unless we're reviewing one of her films. Uh, yeah, so th- that's great. They can get a, all fucking crazy. And they, and they do this. They, they fucking do this every single time. Mm-hmm. And do we really... How much credence do we put into Rotten Tomatoes? I can uh, spam, mm, too. Yeah, very little. Yeah. I, I don't... I don't know. Very, it's not very often I agree with any of their ratings. No, I, it's, I rarely do I as, yeah. as well. I'm always happy when I see a movie that I enjoyed, mm. that it's got a nice high rating. That's yeah. that's great. But if it doesn't, eh. Fuck them. My day goes on. That's right. It's not going to stop me. My turn? My turn. Mm. So there are rumors going around that at the She-Hulk series on Disney+, Plus. Mm. is going to lead directly into a World War Hulk film. Oh. Okay. So the in the ser- confirmed in the series obviously She-Hulk but Mark Ruffalo will be showing up as Hulk and mm. also Tim Roth will be in it as Abomination. And apparently Abomination makes an appearance in uh Shang-Chi which clearly we haven't watched yet yeah. so it doesn't matter. So what do you know about World War Hulk? Uh, nothing, but it sounds like multiple Hulks at war. No. No? Not nope. even close? Nope. Uh Let's see. Uh, Hulk versus the world? 
Yes. That's oh, good. wow. I got it on the second track. So there is a storyline. Here's where we're going to run into a problem. There is a storyline in the comics preceding World War Hulk. It's called Planet Hulk. Oh. And Reed, the Illuminati, which is Reed Richards, Doctor Strange, mm. Black Bolt, Black Panther, Professor Xavier, they all get together and they, after Hulk has kind of a rampage in Vegas, they all decide, you know what? We need to get this fucker out of here. Mm. So they, they create this bullshit mission to get him onto the shuttle. And their intention is to send him off to kind of exile him to a planet that is lush with life and Mm. fun and great and everything else. Well, unfortunately Hulk wakes up, damages the ship and he ends up on this gladiator style world. Oh, great, great, uh, great storyline. Great. I, I own it. Um, is this akin to what we saw in Ragnarok at all? Kind of. Kind of? There, I mean, there, not with, the were, sa- not the, with uh, what's his name? No, Thor was never in it. Uh, there is an animated, Marvel animated film mm. uh, adaptation of it. It's not very good. Uh, they missed a lot of really important parts. But in that storyline, Hulk becomes the leader of like the rebellion against the, the Emperor and and you know, the, the whole, the whole system that they have there. He, he meets, you know, takes a wife, you know, it's the most powerful and kind of normal he's ever been. But the ship that he came in on the reactor core gets breached, or I think it was sabotaged by somebody. It blows up, basically kills everything on the planet, including his pregnant wife. Oh, Jesus Christ. So Hulk's a little mad. And so he leads what's left of his his special strike force group that he, you know he put together in the the gladiator arena, and they he comes back to Earth to fuck up the Illuminati Holy and basically shit. all the Marvel superheroes, and he whoops all their asses. It, it's it's only the intervention of various characters and this that and the other thing that they're able to get him. So, anyways, Damn. doing a World War Hulk. I feel like we're jumping the gun here a little bit. Yeah. Can we do Planet Hulk first? That'd be... Yeah. I, I, I would, think they're going to avoid doing it, though. They are, 100%. Yeah. They'll they'll use Ragnarok as being yep, you know, as the, the, the moment. Saying, but yeah. the, the question is going to become, what what is it that's going to happen to Hulk in the She-Hulk series that is going to prompt him to want to declare war on, on the Earth? The murder of She-Hulk, but you can't kill She-Hulk. Well, it's his cousin, I'm sure, but you're not going to kill that character no. off. Is, Be- is is Betty Ross finally going to get cacked? Is Betty Ross even alive at this point? That's a fair question. <laughs> Are they going to bring Liv Tyler back? Is Liv Tyler even acting anymore? I don't know the answers to any of this. I, I know. I, I, I'm just trying to piece <laughs> into my head. It, yeah. what, whatever they, they do, it's going to look nothing, I think, like like the comic story Mm-mm. does. Which, no. you know, I'll get over it. But, no, uh, you won't. I will. <laughs> look, yeah, the, 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 the MCU has taken plenty of liberties. Oh, yeah. And I'm perfectly okay yeah. with the choices that they've made. I It's turned out fairly well. It is impossible to directly adapt something from comic to screen. I 100% it's impossible. agree with that. The cl- you want to know the closest that I've ever seen mm. as far as adaptations are concerned? And I know it's a Zack Snyder movie. Uh, which one? Watchmen. 
Watchmen. Pretty. No, you are. You're right. There were some. There were some changes made. Yeah. Some changes that actually made sense. Mm. But it follows the comic pretty closely. No, nope, I'll, I'll agree with and you. And I that. and I think V for Vendetta would be another one. I never read that comic. That's okay. I saw the movie. The movie's the movie good. was good. Yeah, the movie was good. But so, anyways, there's that. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, nothing relevant. Okay. I have more. Let's hear it. You always do. I always do. I, I try to go deep. Real short blip here. Brendan Fraser will be joining the cast of the Batgirl movie. The really? ni- The nicest guy in Hollywood. Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser? Yeah. He's still acting? He. Oh, yeah. I oh, haven't seen him in anything in a long oh, time. Oh, he's having a renaissance right now. Really? Yes. He is. What uh, I say this without sarcasm. He is the most beloved actor in Hollywood right now. Yeah. He's not in any real high pro- profile projects. It's okay. just people like him. Yeah. I, I, I'm aware so, of that. He's a good guy. Yeah. I love the I yeah. love I love the mummy movies. Come on, dude, mummy and Cino Man. Yes, let's go. Yes, those are the best. <laughs> but he's going to be Firefly. Think Gotham. You remember the pyromaniac girl? Yes, that's Firefly. That's that character. Uh, okay, all right. They, oh, well, they, that makes sense. They, they just okay. made her woman. You know, made the character a woman in in Gotham. So okay. he's going to be playing that character. Okay. Okay. Huh. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So he'll be in and out of there. <laughs> I don't see Firefly being the, the, main, main, the main antagonist personally. No. More of uh, just uh, you know cutting her teeth at that point. Oh no. look, he's a shitty villain. Let's see. If, <laughs> let's see if I can Batgirl on him. So that's cool. Yeah. I, li- I like the guy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he's a good guy. We have to talk about uh, what happened in New Mexico. Oh yes, uh, last week the uh, the uh, tragedy that unfolded on the set of Rust. Mm. Um, for those of you that had been living under a fucking rock over the past week, uh, Alec Baldwin uh, was on set of the film Rust. Uh, he discharged a firearm, which happened to have a live round in it, uh, killing. Uh, what was it? The cinematographer, uh, Helena Hutchins, and mm. also wounding director Joel Souza. Boy, has this unfolded interestingly. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, is, is it's a tragedy. It's no, a horrible it thing. It, is. Never, it never should have fucking happened. No. There are enough people on those sets that should be policing these things. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> But according to the L.A. Times, uh, hours before actor Alec Baldwin fatally shot a cinematographer on the New Mexico set of Rust with a prop gun, a half dozen camera crew workers walked off the set to protest working conditions. The camera operators and their assistants were frustrated by the conditions surrounding the low-budget film, including complaints about long hours, long commutes, and waiting for their paychecks, according to three people familiar with the matter who were not authorized to comment. Safety protocols standard in the industry, including gun inspections, were not strictly followed on the rust set near Santa Fe, the sources said. They said at least one of the camera operators complained last weekend to a production manager about gun safety on the set. The assistant director on the movie Rust, who handed a prop gun to Alec Baldwin before the fatal shooting last week, was previously fired from a film production after a gun incident injured a crew member. 
the movie's production company told CNN. Dave Hulls was serving as assistant director on the film Freedom's Path in 2019 when a gun unexpectedly unexpectedly discharged on set, causing a sound crew member to re- recoil from the blast, halting production, and production company Rocket Soul Studios said Monday. I read that wrong. Uh, he recently admitted that he did not check all the guns on set that day. Uh, the, sound, <clears throat> the sound crew member was evaluated by an on-set medic and advised to seek medical treatment. The crew member returned to the production a few days later. Uh, following the incident, Halls was removed from the set and fired from the production, the company said. There were... This has been developing as each day goes by here. Yeah. So apparently there were also three accidental discharges on the set prior to the, the incident that ended up in Hutchins Jesus and Sousa being Christ. Hutchins being killed in Sousa. This, I tell you what, when I heard this, um, I this took me all the way back to 93 yeah. for The Crow. The Crow. Uh, yep. It just Jason Lee. shades of, of, you know, yeah. Yep. Brandon Lee. Not Brandon Jason. Lee. Brandon God Lee. Damn it. Not Jason. Yep. Brandon Lee. Jason Lee played Bruce Lee yes, in a movie. Yes. But yes. I just yes. watched that. That's why I got Yes. There. So the, clearly there was no there was no safety protocols being followed no. on this set. Do, do you do you know kind of how it works as far as the guns are concerned on sets? Uh, not in this case. Okay. I don't think. So there's two types of rounds. You've got your blanks, yep. which obviously gunpowder with no, uh, yeah, there's you no paper caps on paper them, caps yeah. on them and everything else. And then you have the dummy rounds, yep. which are meant for the, they're the photo realistic looking yeah. rounds that do have, I, I think the, the, the steel jackets on them or the, the, the actual slugs on them, but mm-hmm. they don't have, they don't have a primer. They don't have a primer on yeah. them. Now, what happened with Brandon Lee is that they put a dummy round in. Somehow, when they pulled it out, it broke off a piece of of that bullet, and the blank sent that piece into Brandon yep. Lee, and that's what killed him. This one, I can't. They haven't really said yet what how that happened. All 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 that is really known is that the. Uh, the gun wrangler assistant director walked up to Baldwin said cold gun, cold gun. And Baldwin went and fired doing a rehearsal firing Mm -hmm. and boom, one dead, one wounded fucking tragedy, man. It is an absolute tragedy. Um, you know, luckily I I don't know where you're at on this thing. I'll tell you where I am. I, it's not just a tragedy for the family, you know, of, of the, Hutchins it's and obviously it's a huge deal for the uh, for the director that was injured Mm -hmm. Um, I feel bad for Alec Baldwin oh absolutely I really do you know how guilty he probably feels this is not his fucking fault at all there's a photo there's a photo of of him standing outside of the police station there Mm -hmm. talking on the phone and just bent over I mean Look, man, Alec Baldwin has done some stupid shit in his life, oh, yeah. and and he has not, you know, never been one that's away from controversy. But he didn't deserve this. No, this this was not his fault. There is somebody that is paid to make sure that happens. Now, look, I know firearms. I use have used firearms in the past many many times. Mm-hmm. I anytime anybody you know hands me a gun, and 
even if it's you know if it, mm. if it's an automatic if you're, you're semi-auto and and mm. you know the slides open i still check it yes. before i do anything oh, i always absolutely. even if somebody i've seen them you know pop the mag out and pop the round out of the chamber i still treat it as if it has a, a, treat, a bullet in it yep you and treat I, every gun and, as and if it were loaded do. alive yep i don't have that expectation of an actor no they're they're they don't use guns as no, yes, not, they use it as part of their jobs, but they're not professional. No, they're not trained on yeah. firearms. They're not trained you know, on firearms. Very few are. Keanu Reeves trained on firearms. We, but you're talking about very, very, very right. few people and in very niche things. Alec Baldwin, there's no reason he'd ever look at it, look at any no. of that stuff. There's literally someone who's paid to do that. That is their exact who, fucking job. Who hands it to him and says, cold gun. In other words, you're good. Yeah. So, yeah. It's I, yeah. yeah it's I, I I feel terrible for him. I I feel terrible for everybody involved in this. Yeah. Uh, it's is clear. This movie ain't gonna get made now. It ain't gonna no. happen. Um. Now the interesting part, it would appear at this point, and this could change tomorrow, that there won't be any criminal charges filed, at least against Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Um. This assistant director. I think there a manslaughter charge is not out of the question. Oh yeah, but he didn't pull the trigger, so I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, I don't know. However, I... the production company is probably going to get sued to death. Oh because fuck yeah, they're the ones responsible. And unfortunately, Alec Baldwin is one of the producers on the film. So here's uh, here's the thing: they have insurance for these things. They do, and you know if they, and some, something tells me there will be a lawsuit, there will be a settlement. I oh, mean, how do how do you fight this? You yeah, don't no, fight there, this. there's going to be, yeah. and I'm sure, yeah, or could they would be skewered in the court of public opinion <laughs> if they fought a lawsuit brought by the family yeah. of, no, that's of getting, Hutchinson. That's, that's getting settled. You're going to hear about it, and then it's going to yeah. disappear. Yeah, settle that at court for an undisclosed amount. Yes. Um. The last bit of this, uh, James Gunn came out and said, you know, commented on it and really didn't show support or condemnation either way. He just mentioned that this is, you know, one of those things that this has to be an, a, a, an issue that is adhered. Policy, these policies need to be looked at. They need to be adhered to. There is no reason to have live rounds on a set. No. Period. No, none. there's fucking none. Blanks, fine. Yeah. Whatever. And there are plenty of times where, you know, the these... Uh, God, I remember watching behind the scenes of uh, the 89 Batman. There's Nicholson sitting up there firing directly at the camera mm-hmm. because that it's it's a it's a, the shot calls mm-hmm. for him pointing directly at the camera and i'm sure that's exactly what happened with this except fucking rounds came out yep the memes have been vicious yeah oh my god vicious and don't get me wrong i've laughed at a couple of them they they have oh. been funny but yeah. i also this is not his fault so uh, my my heart goes out to the victims in this and mm-hmm. anybody that's really been involved that, that really didn't, that didn't do anything wrong in this, that, that aren't, you know, culpable for it. So, yeah, well, that was wholly depressing. So let's do something fun and go to the movies. What do you think? Yes. Okay. Well, we watched a movie this week, didn't we? We sure did. We sure did. Done. Isn't that how you pronounce it? Done. That was Dune. 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 The 2021 adaptation. 
Rated PG-13, runtime 2 hours and 35 minutes. Synopsis, feature adaptation of Frank Herbert's science fiction novel about the son of a noble family entrusted with the protection of the most valuable asset and most vital element in the galaxy. Spice. Spice. Not Spice Girls. That'll be the last Spice Girls joke I make. <laughs> Cast, uh, Timothy Chalamet is Paul Atreides. Right? Yes. House Atreides. 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 Okay. Yes. So going forward with House Atreides, I will refer to them as the good house. Perfect. Moving on. Easier. Rebecca Ferguson as Lady Jessica Atreides. Uh, Oscar Isaac as Duke Leto Atreides. Jason Momoa as Duncan Idaho. That's an easy one. (laughs) Stellan Skarsgård. 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 As Baron Vladimir Harkonnen, 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 we Bad will, House, Bad House is yes. what I will refer to them going <laughs> forward. Uh, Stephen McKinley Henderson as Thufer Hwat. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Josh Brolin as uh, Gurney Halleck, Javier Bardem as uh, Stilgar, Sharon Duncan Brewster as Doctor Liet Kynes, uh, Chen Chang as Doctor Wellington Yu. Dave Bautista as Beast Robin. I know that guy. Harkonnen. Bad guys. Uh, And then David Dastmalchian as Peter DeVries. Peter DeVries, whatever. Peter. And finally, Zendaya as Shawnee. Uh, This was written by John Spates, Denny Villeneuve, Eric Roth, and of course is based on the novel by Frank Herbert. Directed by Denny Villeneuve, who brought us some good movies over the years. Uh, The Arrival, Blade Runner 2049. Okay, yes. And my favorite, Sicario. Yes. I love Sicario. Uh So good. So good. So this score was done by Hans Zimmer. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. So opening weekend, let's talk about money. Domestically, this did $41 million. Worldwide, two hundred and twenty million. This thing had a three hundred million dollar budget, Ooh. so they got a ways to go. Yeah, but they'll get there. Just for some context, uh, Halloween Kills did forty nine million domestic and ninety million its opening weekend. So worldwide, it did better domestically. Uh, Halloween Kills edged it out a little bit. That's nuts. A little bit, not a well, lot. Well, it makes some sense though. Too, you're talking October releases. Yeah, there's, there's, that makes sense. There's more to it than that. Look, this book was published in 1965. Okay, it's a, so it's a little so old. I think we can all <laughs> agree that m- many people, especially moviegoers right now, mm. have not read the book. Yes. Also, we have the original film. <laughs> it was released back in 1984. Mm-hmm. I was five. <laughs> So I did see this, the original. I went through a David Lynch phase mm-hmm. uh, in my senior year of high school. That's typically when, pretend- when pretentiousness <laughs> starts happening is, oh, I only watched David Lynch and Clockwork Orange. <laughs> and I did not like this the, the original. I, 
the obviously the effects were shit. Uh-huh. Um, the acting was not great in it. No. Uh, the the story for my senior year mind was a little too slow out, out there, slow and convoluted. It was a little convoluted yeah. for me. I I couldn't I, I couldn't track what's going on. And honestly, I wasn't going to go back and fucking watch the original. I again. thought about it. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I I like Kyle MacLachlan and all, uh. but I'd rather watch Twin Peaks. That's way mm. more interesting. There that's that's my pretentious side coming out. <laughs> so Rotten Tomatoes uh, critic score eighty four, audience score ninety one. I fucking love this movie. Yes, sir. This was epic, mm-hmm. epic. Yes, grand on. Every just grand scale on every aspect of this. I thought the characters were interesting. Mm. I thought that it was paced for the most part very well. Yes. For the most part. For the most part. For the most part. Definitely some, yeah. There are some moments that I will get into. Um, But all around, uh, this is a five out of five for me. I was engrossed in this movie. Mm. I watched it twice. I'm going to watch it again. Nice. Um, Everybody that showed, I mean, the Jesus Christ, look at the cast. The cast is deep. The man. cast is deep. It is deep, and all of them did their job. Mm. All of them did. Yes. They didn't get a lot of time, but they did their job. And Timothy Chalamet was very good in this. He did a great job. Yes. Him, God he, damn. He, him and Rebecca Ferguson mm-hmm. did not see that performance coming. Yeah. I, I have, my really only interaction I've had with her experiences I've had with her have been with the mission impossible films. Mm. She's been good at them. I mean, but it's mission impossible. Yeah. It's not, you're not, not getting a lot of character. No, depth. You, there. You're not. And she's not, you know, she's not Tom Cruise. So, <laughs> so she's on she, camera a she, little bit. <laughs> she gets very little character yeah. development. She does a lot of fighting and ass kickery, but right. uh, for the most part, that's not the case. So yeah, five out of five, Michael. Mm. Oh, he's taking a drink. No, I'm back. Swallow, All right. swallow baby, swallow. <laughs> I'm good at that. Um, I thought this movie was awesome. Uh, you know, I it took me a minute to really come up with a rating for this. Um, looking at looking at it, this the cinematography's there, the music there, the Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer score is fantastic. The character development and it, it's great. The exposition in it, the, you know, in the beginning and everything. I thought that was done well. It worked into the movie. It wasn't, you know, it it's a complicated story, but it kind of gets everything fits everything in there and you can understand what's going on. Um, you know, my only gripe with it and that's just, it's what the story is. And I understand that, but I, I hate getting blue balled on movies is that we're building and we're building. You want to hear something funny? What? I didn't see the part one in the title. Yeah. The first time I watched it. <laughs> And so I'm sitting there looking at my watch going, there's only 30 minutes left in this. And there's so much left to happen. There's a lot left to do here. What the fuck? Yep. I was looking for just some semblance of a climax for part one and some descending action or something, you know, just something to make it feel like a whole movie, but definitely felt like half a movie. Because it was. It was part one. (laughs) That's what it's supposed to be. It is. It did exactly what it was. And I get that. But it's it's so long that it needs to... (laughs) 
at the at the beginning of the film though, did you get like a Battlefield Earth vibe? Yes, I did too. Yes, and I was worried. <laughs> I was I was really worried. Yeah, because oh, they're mining a planet. It was like it was like Battlefield Earth and and Avatar because yeah. we're mining for material. There's yes. natives. There's all this shit, and I'm yep. sitting here going, "Oh God, no!" The Fremen. The Fremen. The Fremenins. The, the, the not fre- Freemen. The, they're not Freemen. They're Fremen. At least they weren't looking for unobtainium. Unobtainium. <laughs> Here it's hard to come by. Fuck Avatar. <laughs> Anyways, um, actually, <laughs> you listened to some old episodes. I actually liked Avatar. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> I haven't rewatched it yet. I, I have to rewatch it. I only saw it in theaters. Um, was it, Dave Bautista really wasn't in this movie very much. No, uh, I, at the beginning I was like, dude, he's going to be a mainstay in this yeah, thing. Yeah, nope. Yeah, yeah. Clear, clearly <laughs> they're saving him for part two, yeah. it would appear. <laughs> yep. I think he had, what, three scenes in, in this? He talked in two of them? <laughs> yes, I think you're about right. Maybe four, but that might be stretched. So I'm curious, this seems to be like, uh, it's set in, God, I had to write it down, 10,191. 10, That's when this is set. So wow. uh, eight, eight, over 8,000 years into the future. Mm. So I found it interesting that the good guy house where they were living was very much looked like earth. Yes, it did. And it, it was filmed in Norway, by the way. Oh, very um, pretty. I, so I sat there and I tried to connect the dots and go, okay, so is this what the hu- happened to the human race? 8,000, it was going to happen to the human race 8,000 years mm. down the road. See, I didn't even look at it like that. I can't. Well, they call them humans. They did, I guess. They say that, you know, Duncan Idaho. That's true. He is named after a state. He is. So (laughs) it's like Chevy Nova. I love that his name was Duncan Duncan Idaho. Idaho, That's the funniest shit in the world to me. That was pretty, pretty funny. So I'm sitting there going, okay, so is this what happened to humanity 8,000 years down the road? Mm. I didn't spend a lot of time thinking about it, but it just kind of, it was a moment where, huh, I wonder, Mm. I I wonder what's going on. All right. One of my bitches about this movie. Why is everybody whispering all the fucking time? Yeah. There was a lot of whispering in this. I'm going to scream into the microphone right now because I'm not going (laughs) to whisper. Here's the, here's what pisses me off about that. I turn the volume up on my TV Uh so I can hear what they're saying. And then an action scene comes up and blows the fucking speakers out. Yeah. My, oh yeah! I guess my I need a new sound system. You need a new sound system. I got a sound bar that's. I have a sound amazing. bar too, and for whatever reason, oh, no. still have that problem. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that. That was one of just a. It was I a mild that. irritation. I like the telepathic powers. That was pretty cool, huh? How cool was that? Yeah. Hey, Mom, just give me the fucking water. Give me the water. Pass it over. I like the weird sinister voice that comes out when they, they do it, and it's different for each person. Did you notice that? The, it was. Yes. The, I, I like the little tweak they do to the dial, you know, to the sound, mm-hmm. uh, sounds of the voices there. I, I thought that was a pretty neat little introduction there. Like Paul, though, I dream of Zendaya, too. <laughs> so does that mean I have some, the, like, I have a future where... I'm going to do something amazing, get telepathic powers. Yes, but you have to be able to decipher dreams like he did because, dude, he interpreted those dreams really fucking well. He, he did. He got, to a point, to, and, I, yes. and I will get to that. Okay. I, yep. I will get to that. 
looking at their like deep space cruisers, did you think flashlight when you saw that? It looked like a flashlight. <laughs> oh it did look like a flashlight. It looked like Holy a. Shit. It did one hundred percent, right? Yes, it absolutely uh, okay. did. I didn't think about that, but you're uh, they're dead on. There. I was I wasn't trying to go there when I watched it, but the second time I'm like, that looks like a fucking flashlight. What the fuck? Okay, <laughs> whatever. That's fine. I think that they did a really good job with the exposition. They had a lot that they had to do, but they parceled it out nicely throughout mm. the course of the beginning of the film. That that first 45 minutes, they talked about various things, but they cut it up into different scenes with different people. And, and so yeah. it wasn't super duper, you know, heavy handed. Yeah. They talked about, you know, they did some character development to an extent. They talked about the politics and how the, the, the hierarchy is put together and everything else. But it wasn't like I didn't get any shades of like Star or Star Wars Episode One where they're just yeah. beating you over the head with the Trade Federation and mm-hmm. trade routes and all this other bullshit. Yes. It, I, I thought that it was a very no, even, I, evenly done. I agree with that. Uh, Jason Momoa was Jason Momoa in this. Yes, he was. Bruh. I like to see him back to form. That was good. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Yes. <laughs> My boy. Look, look, man. We all know Jason Momoa has one speed. Okay. That's right. And I'm down for it every day. Fuck yes. He's, he's, he just needs to be on that speed. He needs not, to be on that speed. Not, what was it, a sweet child speed. Sweet child, yeah. No. Yeah, this was the, this was. J- Jason, Perfect. you ain't never going to win an Oscar. It's okay. There'll be plenty of People's Choice Awards. Yes. Maybe a Nickelodeon award thrown it. Maybe an MTV Movie Award. Or, oh, the, or is that still a thing? I think it is. Okay, maybe an MTV Movie Award. Yeah. You know, but you you, you ain't going to get that Oscar. No, but that's okay because everyone you'll be everyone will love you. Yes. Yes. He had a, a great line in this. Uh, you know, dreams make good stories, but everything important happens when we're awake. I, and mm. and there were a lot of li- those little nuggets. I thought this script, the dialogue, amazing. It was crisp. It and, was good. And what I love about it, it was yes, it was a sci-fi adventure type deal. It's mm. set in a different, you know, alien worlds. Blah blah blah. Mm. But they didn't try to create their own vocabulary. Yes, and there was slang a, there, for this. Yes, there wasn't a lot of bullshit in it. No, yeah, you get in some of these. Yeah, right, like a battlefield Earth or a, <laughs> like what did he <laughs> just fucking Earth, say? Yes. Even I'll go to the extent of Firefly slash Serenity type thing yeah. where we're mixing Chinese into Goram fucking mm-hmm. thing. Not a knock. I love that movie. I mm-hmm. love that series, but it it gets annoying at times. Yes. It kind of takes you out of it. But that script, the script was sharp. It was good. It was really sharp. Um, Oscar Isaac is a national treasure. Yes. He is a fucking national mm-hmm. treasure. I know he wasn't in this very much. Yeah. But everything he did mattered. That's right. He was an awesome dad. Mm-hmm. He was a good character. He was a good guy. And in the brief time that we had him and got to enjoy him. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was he was so good. He went out like a G, man. He did. He did. And let's let's talk about Josh Brolin for a minute. <laughs> Josh Brolin is a national treasure. Yeah. 
<laughs> You're gonna say that a lot today. I feel like. No, I think I think that's it. Is but, that it? Let's see. No, no, Brolin. Got Bro- Momoa. I, I, Brolin. I, got- yeah, no, I, I, dude, Brolin. I love Brolin. Uh-huh. I love him. Who would have ever thought the fucking asshole from Goonies was gonna no was gonna turn have such a career? Huge. After some shitty 80s movie. Sorry. I, I hate Goonies, guys. Sorry. You can fucking come. You live in Oregon. I send, think that's heresy. I, I know it is. Send, send me a fucking email. I, I, I don't care. How cool were the body shields? That's my first note was these training suits are fucking they, awesome. What a f- Which were just their shields, I guess. What but a dude. fucking awesome tech man Wouldn't that'd be cool you could that's re- then you can get real like combat training with that shit with right. real arms and shit like they were doing that was so cool it was and to that- get trained by fucking thanos and aquaman right? and hand-to-hand <laughs> combat it's pretty fucking cool too i'm thinking that's a, that's a good and cable too don't forget oh, cable right. yeah i mean you want to talk about a fucking training squad that's worth it I don't need to go into the fucking Marine Corps. Holy shit. I've got, I've got these guys that are helping me out. Yeah, the shields were fucking cool. And I yes. was trying to understand the mechanics behind them a little bit. Mm. And it took me the second go around to understand that if something is moving slowly, it can get through the shield. Yes. You have to stop whatever. Yeah. It, it's it, only kinetic, you know, really fast paced kinetic, you know, type of stuff that knocks it mm. in for a loop. And it seemed to me it was about a three hit limit. Yeah, it wore out after. Right. But, yeah. So my question is, and this is just me being an asshole, does it recharge after a couple of minutes or do you got to go get a new one? I really hope it recharges. One but, would think. Yeah. It, it w- wouldn't be very practical Practical if it didn't. I mean, still, if you can stop a couple of fucking bullets with it. Uh, it's dude. worth it. It's it's totally <laughs> worth it. But no, I, I thought that was that was pretty fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's been done elsewhere. I'm whatever, but I, I, cool. I thought it was very cool. Yep. You know who else was cool in this Segway? Uh, David Dasmalshian is having a moment. Polka yeah. dot man. Yes. Yes. I recognized. Him. I was like, oh, it's polka dot man. It's polka dot man. He's, he's having, he's having, he's having <laughs> I, a moment. I forgot his, his name, but he, yes, I was so happy about that. That was awesome. He, he was good in this too. He's having, a, he's having a good year. Yes. It was a small part. It was but, a small part, but he was perfect for it. Yes. He was, he was a creepy. He's a creepy yeah, little yeah. scrawny dude. It was perfect. It, it was perfect. Batista got another dialogue scene. We, I think we got introduced to uh Stellan Skarsgård in this, yes. in this scene. And he was, he was yelling. Mm-hmm. Drax was yelling. Mm-hmm. And then he was gone. Thanks for coming, Dave. Yep. It's a good time. <laughs> but Skarsgård went really method with this. He got fat. Did you notice that? <laughs> oh, 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 was that not real? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, impressive. I thought he was going to eat his weight in fucking KFC every day to get to Did that point. Did you think he was just really tall the first time he rose up? Because no. I thought he was really tall. No, I, I, <laughs> I was like, oh, what the fuck? That's one of the few that's one of the few things i remember from the first film was that he was dude dude yeah floating yeah Yeah. i didn't connect it at first and i was like oh my god he's so tall (laughs) i'm wanting speaking of uh you know different alien technology and weird things i'm looking forward to the day when i have a doctor that i can go to that just has to place his hands on me and grope me yeah in Dude, order to figure hey. out if I'm okay or what's wrong with me or anything yeah. else. I'm I'm down for that. Yes. That's much better than getting a prostate exam. <laughs> Obviously, it needs to be a female doctor. Just saying. Just hey, saying. Look, if a dude will put his hands on me and tell me if I've got uh, COVID instead of me having to get a fucking brain poke from a Q-tip, you know, I'm okay with that. 
Fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you are fine, Saturn. Everything is good. All you're doing is rubbing my peck. It's fine. It's fine. It's good. Can you stop rubbing it, please? It's very good. This is getting very uncomfortable, sir. Please, please stop. I thought the uh, the little sign language shit between Paul yes. and Jessica, I thought that was pretty cool. That was very cool. Yeah. The, the, the on the sly, and she even did it to her guards and stuff. She had just, you know, had her arms right. hand down by her just, side. Right. Ready for violence and that kind of stuff. Oh, that was fucking cool. It, it was the little nuances like that that, that I thought kind of added layers to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it was a character development thing. You know, the relationship between he and his mother. Um no, I, I, I thought it was really good. I have a question about the bull, the bull yes. head. Yes. We, they seem to dwell on that a lot. Was there... I was trying to read into that. Was the... It, the the was, grandpa, grandfather was a bullfighter it, in his it, spare time. Right. Okay. Because when I'm looking at it, I, I was thinking that, that this that it was just a, you an know, homage, an to, homage the, to grandpa. But... Or was there a camera in there or something? Oh, some type of video recording device. I don't know. They kept panning into it, and I'm I going, thought, "Is there something?" Well, I don't think there's a camera. I think they were doing. They'd pan into it. They'd also pan into the little statue that he had of uh, of the bullfighter and the bull. Right. So I think it was meant to. We're supposed to read in some symbolism there. Okay. That's. I kind of. I, I think that's what it is. I think I, I was overthinking it a bit. I'm, but that's, I might be too. Maybe it was just a no, dra- no, cin- cinematic choice. No, I, I think <laughs> I think that's the straightest line to it. Is that yeah. it's just a it, it's an homage. It's it's meant mm. for yes, uh, uh, whatever. Take the, take the bull by the horns. Yeah, take, take the bull by the horns. So we get to that scene where um, he meets up with the head of the mom's order. The the yes. nuns. The nuns. Stick your hand in this. And I'm like, well, I've had a lot of women ask me to do that. Stick my hand in it. And, uh, Find the teacup in the bed sheets. Sometimes it hurts. <laughs> but uh, that was an interesting scene. That's probably one of the most fucked up tests I've ever seen. That was pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That was fucked up. It, that was super. <laughs> if you start crying, we're going to poison you. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Don't be a bitch. I'm going to jam this in your neck. That's what she told him. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> Don't be a pussy. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you take, right now. Take it like a man. You can do it. This it, it was at this point in the movie where Rebecca Ferguson was really shining. I mm-hmm. mean, she, and I'll take my moment to just say, uh, she blew me away in this movie. Yeah. She was amazing in this. Uh, I, I saw a range in her that I have never seen. Impressive, right? She was very, very impressive. She hit every scene she was in. Yes. You you could actually feel it, understand the character, and see the depth to it. Yes. And and her interactions with Timothy Chalamet, Mm -hmm. they had great chemistry together. Um, But we get a reveal after the nuns, right? Uh, Apparently, Paul is Neo. Yes. That's what I got out of it. I guess. This is the Matrix. Paul is Neo. He is the one. He is the one. Is the one or the whatever the Hachmich Yes, their their comment was, uh, or what what uh, Jessica said was, uh, the one has a mind powerful enough to bridge space and time. That's right. Which explains all the premonitions. Yes. I guess that's part of it. 
Hmm. I like yeah. the prior to them uh, taking off for Tatooine. Or I'm, I'm sorry, Arrakis. <laughs> sorry, I get the, the sand. <laughs> Iraq sand gets into everything. Arrakis. Yes, Arrakis. Prior to them leaving, I liked that scene where we're showing kind of the dichotomy between, uh, you know, Paul's home world and and Ar- Arrakis. Yes. I, I thought that was kind of neat where we're looking at this lush green mm-hmm. water, you know, pl- lush planet. And then we, now we're going to juxtaposing to this fucking dead, desert. dead rock <laughs> desert, everything else. Uh, when they landed, they brought out a piper. There was a piper. Yeah, what the fuck was that? I don't know, but I was okay with it. I was it. like, God, the Scots are still around. I, what the I, fuck is I, that? Honestly, when they when I when they're on their home planet, I thought that was Scotland that they were filming in. Yeah. I really did. It looks a lot like it, it does in the greenery, the rocks, at the ocean, like the, and everything. It looks like the Scottish coast. Mm-hmm. I. It, it's. I mean. It, yeah. Yeah. That's. So I, but it's no, stones it, throw. it's Norway. Yeah. Yeah. It's Norway. But I, I liked kind of the, like I said, the dichotomy between the two. And yes, having a Piper come out, bagpiper, <laughs> no, I'm totally in. So you talked about Iraq, right? Yes. There was definitely uh, a, a allegory in this film yes. about occupation. Yes, there was. Didn't miss that one. <laughs> Not th- with a name like Arrakis, 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 <laughs> and the harvesting and the uh, of uh, <laughs> yes, winning hearts and minds, yes. you know stuff yep. like that. It, 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 they didn't beat you over the head with no, it. but it was there. It was it was, and that was what they did right with this. This is how you do an uh, an allegory in, in something like this: is you make it. It's just a part of the back uh, of of the story. It's not something that you're just like hammering on and trying to drill all these different things with they just had it it's part of the story it's part of the baseline of the story and it serves the story exactly it serves the story and and the duke was not trying to suppress or change the the fremen Mm -hmm. he he's made it very clear I, i i want you to be a part of us yes not you're going to do what we do i want you to be a part of us i want to be allies with you and I and that's kind of where the allegory came in for me was mm-hmm. oh is that an approach we should have had in some other countries we've gone to mm, weird uh. I'm going to move on from that what did you think of the little firefly ships oh yes yeah yeah those were neat huh it seems I, like that's a lot of energy it would take to expand to move those shit move those wings like yeah are we going for the helicopter effect and we're just using wings i I guess so it allowed them to do the thing where the wings fold back and they do the cool dive through stuff i think that they are very reminiscent of the ships on Kashyyyk in mm. Revenge of the Sith. I was waiting for a Wookiee to pop out of the back. <laughs> That's one design. I thought yes. that was a little, I thought the ships were, that was a little lazy on the, on the mm. design. But then we get this gorgeous shot of them going over the, the, the city and the wall, the, you yes. know, the, the, the protective wall in the city mm-hmm. cinematography in this amazing second to none. Amazing. The yep. scope that they were able to create with this. Oh, yeah. The CG was seamless in this. It I, was really fucking good. I watched this on the good TV, yeah. all right? And I 
I have no complaints about what they did that the set design very uh, minimal, but it, it, it still looked great. You still got an idea of, of the environment that you were living in there. So um, I will say this though, the their security sucks. Yes. The tradies, the good yeah. guys. Yeah. Their security kind of sucked. I mean, you let knife lady in. So knife lady. Yeah. Can we talk about the whale? Uh, let's see. That? I think Knife Lady just splooshed. <laughs> that's my line. That's that's what well, I wrote down. What the down. fuck was it? What was the line? Because she's like, you know what uh, this is? She's like, yeah, it's a Chris knife. And she's like, <laughs> well, she explains that the mother of Neo is is going to know these things. So all yes. these little benchmarks are being hit here. Oh, so, that's right. So she just... That fu- was out of excitement? She just jizzed right there. Oh, that was yes. so off-putting. That I was, was like, oh, my God. That was my interpretation <laughs> of the whole thing. I could be fucking wrong, but that was my interpretation of Dude, it. Dude, that was, that was the only thing in the entire movie that really pulled me out of it. <laughs> just all of a sudden, like, they're standing there. <laughs> <sighs> here, take my knife. That's, that works. That works. But oh, between her and the bug thingy, I'm sorry, I would have fired the human calculator as head of my security. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking up, bro. Yeah. You fucking, how'd this bitch get in here? <laughs> she has a fucking big-ass knife. I know, you ha- I know you have a knife on you. Well, it's a present. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> Thanks. Right. So is this 45 in my hand. The bug thingy was cool. <laughs> the, uh, the hunter... Thing, uh, whatever, you call whatever it. that way yeah, yeah. That, that was neat a little mosquito thing that, that came neat. out of the wall it's kind of sinister yeah sinister. Right? yeah and it, you're sitting and it stopped like right in front of his face oh yeah oh god i was creeping out um speaking of the nuns and the one and neo and mm. everything else backstabbing little bitches man no shit right they're working with humpty dumpty there oh yeah i'm gonna call Skarsgård humpty dumpty okay. going forward That's fair. um yeah what the I guess this somehow, I, I know they have a grand plan. I know they talked about it. It's all about Neo becoming Neo and everything else. How many people do you think are going to get super fucking irritated? I keep calling him Neo. Oh, I don't, that's what I thought every time they said, they said the one. I know. All I can think of is Neo. I know. Paul. Paul's so boring. Let's do Neo. Yes, I like let's, it. Let's do Neo. I like that better. Or Highlander. Highlander. <laughs> there could be only you one. <laughs> um. Javier Bardem, nice little little show up in this. Silgar, oh Silgar, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Javier Bardem. You probably didn't recognize him because he looks fucking normal in this. <laughs> <laughs> he has a bad wig in every fucking movie yeah. he's in, but in this one, I was like, oh wow, you look like a normal human being and not some fucking clown. Yeah, are you, are you a male stripper? <laughs> you don't, you don't need to wear that. <laughs> And that voice. Mm. Oh, that voice. Mm-hmm. I'm not into men, but if I were, Javier. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that uh, Neo had the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Yes, I did. You're right? Yes. That was neat. That was neat. Which movie are we talking about again? I don't remember. Anymore. Oh, we're talking about Dunn. Yes, yeah, Duna. Duna. That's not, let's not Duna. forget that. One, one thing that I thought, you didn't like the orgasm moment. I didn't like the scene where um, 
he's they're putting the still suit on him or checking his still suit and she like oh. gets all fucking aroused because he knows how to put clothes on he shall uh, know your ways as if he were born into them <laughs> okay <laughs> Cool. Do you yeah. need a moment? I, I put my I put my pants on right. How did you know to use slip straps instead of bootstraps? <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was. He's, you put your strap on, on clock, counterclockwise. He is the one. Get him to the Oracle immediately. <laughs> you tied your own shoes? Oh my God, you're the one. <laughs> Super weird. You use the bunny ears method. You are the one. I really like the scene uh, where... The Duke and Gurney and and Paul are (laughs) (laughs) Paul are flying to check out the spice collector deal. Yeah, we get our first kind of look at the worm. Yes, wow, dude, intensity. Yes, I mean it. It it really they they set that up very nicely. Mm -hmm. They did a really good job setting the worm up there and and kind of building intensity a little bit of dread a little bit of mm. oh fuck are they gonna make you know get away and again cg on point oh so cool 100%, so cool you know on point um that we're gonna get beetlejuice style sandworms <laughs> that are graboids it's the fire worm. it's the fire worm. 13th warrior callback watch it it's a great movie uh i liked uh i liked that paul you know, as he's trying to save the people, starts getting high. Yes. It's, yep. It's he just goes down there and he gets all that high. spice. He gets, gets a little spice in him. Good spice. And and apparently that mining machine was the most interesting thing he's ever seen. Dude, he, he was there, into it. He was into he was it. on his knees just like, oh, my God. <laughs> the schnozberries taste like the schnozberries. But then he gets told he's allergic to the spice. And it's like, oh, I'm allergic to weed? <laughs> Shit. Son of a bitch. Heartbreak. Heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the how big they made the worm? The scope of it? Just huge. It was, Holy right, fuck. It, that was impressive. I really, like I said, I, I, I know I'm repeating this, but the sense of kind of foreboding and dread that Mm. came when you saw the sand coming and the lead up to that scene i was yeah i'm i've got my hand on my chair just kind of okay here we go i'm getting to the edge of my seat now the the shaking of the sand making it like that like quick newtonian quicksand shit that was fucking amazing what a fucking little detail to put in there that makes it so fucking cool oh that was awesome after they figure out he's allergic to weed, <laughs> they start whispering again. Yes, they a do. lot. They have to talk like this. No, Jordan. they fucking we don't. Have to talk like this all the time. I'm gonna complain about it every time they start whispering. The Sartreides will not fall. <laughs> what are you chanting over there? I don't know what the fuck is happening here. <laughs> So they, uh, the bad house of of kind of Kernithan and Krakowin or whatever mm. the fuck their name are, uh, they, they they enlist the Sudoku. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. I, I call them the Sudoku. Sudoku, yes. 
What an interesting ceremony before they head out on the path. Did, you, did you like the, the bodies the that they bodies strung that up? The bodies that they had just strung up bleeding out into the trough? Yes, for war Holy paint. Holy shit. Hey, if you're going to get war paint, you might as well get it from Dude, the source, if right? if you're going to go hardcore, go hardcore. Don't fucking pit, you know, pussyfoot into this with some goat blood. And the, <laughs> and the, the chanting, intense. Yes, the my, throat singing. Yes. Yeah. My, my bass went up just a little bit. At the, I had to, I had to turn the bass down on it because uh, the, the the wife was like, can you turn it fucking down? I was like, no, this is awesome. Like, what before all hell broke loose? One one thing that I didn't pick up the first time that I did the second time. Um, Jessica is not married to the Duke. No, she's not concubine. She, she is a concubine. That confused me at one point because she has the the house Atreides last name. Yes, I'm confused by that. Yeah, me too. I completely turned off when he said I should have married you. I was like. Was that not her? That was her. Which makes sense when Skarsgård calls her the concubine. concubine. Yes, and I, that's I, why I was putting it. It's like, oh, I, oh I, uh. Well, I thought he was just being an asshole oh. by calling her that and, and intending mm. it to be an insult, but I guess clearly she was the concubine, yeah. right? I, technically speaking, yes. Well, we don't even have time to solve that mystery because all hell breaks loose. Holy shit. The attack cometh. Yes, sir. And wow. The emperor has chosen a side. He clearly has because <laughs> hellfire come raining down. They were not ready for any of that None shit. None of that shit. And they knew it was coming. They even talked about they, this they shit. They did, but I don't think they had a lot of time to prepare for it. They really didn't. It. No, this was like day two of being yes, there. Yeah. Yes. Um, there was nothing bad about this attack. Fucking cool. Uh, You know, the Duke getting snuck up on by the doctor, Mm -hmm. getting the little pin, the full aerial assault going on with the bombing, hand-to-hand combat between Mm. the soldiers, the shields, that five seconds you got to see Batista again beheading some people. (laughs) Five seconds. There wasn't much more to to it than that. It was like, oh, there's Dave. Oh, he's gone now. Oh, well... (laughs) Momoa being a poop. Yes, sir. Holy shit. Slit and throat. That's what I like to see is fucking. (laughs) Momoa going full Momoa. Big big dick swinging Momoa. This was some Cal Drogo shit. Mm -hmm. That's his name in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I know that. I I don't watch that. I really didn't. Um, Yeah, but just that whole scene was just boom, 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 boom. We're cutting to different characters. We do different cutscenes. It's all working together. Mm-hmm. It, 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 the action made sense to the narrative. There, it, it, God, it was just seamless the the way it went together. My big question after that whole thing is: Brolin dead? I was going to ask you that. We didn't see him you die. Don't see him die? I think he's coming back in the second S- one. And I'm sure somebody that's read the book could probably answer that question. Oh, yeah, they're probably sitting there screaming. <laughs> I don't need you to, so don't email me. Email okay. him. Don't email oh, me. Come on. I don't want the spoiler. He, at the beginning of the episode, you said you wanted emails. You guys, this is a win-win situation. All right, just put in the tagline, <laughs> just put in the tagline, done, spoiler. Done, sorry, Dune, Dune, spoiler. Important review. Important, important. <laughs> important feedback for yes, Josh. yes. We have money waiting for you. Please click the link. I am famous Nigerian. <laughs> I have my money all tied up. <laughs> Please send me $1,000 in iTunes gift cards. That's right. That's right. I I spoke about uh, the the chemistry be- between uh, Jessica and Paul. Paul. 
<laughs> their, their escape scene was was cool. I liked watching them work together with the telepath, you know, yes. uh, baritone contest that they had between the two yes, of them. Yes, and them, them signing back and forth. And she's yes. like, Don't, you're, you're not ready yet. Right. And he ties it anyways. And she's like, stupid prick <laughs> or whatever. She's like, uh, well, you need to work on your tone. And right. it, it, fucking his whole goal is just to get her gag out yeah. so she could actually do it because right. Because he knew that she, she, she has the force and no it's stronger shit. with it. Holy fuck. And she was hardcore, too. She was. Holy fuck. Kill him. <laughs> Kill him. Okay. Cut the rope. Then she takes a knife, slits his fucking throat. <laughs> Holy shit. The scene where they're, they, so they've gotten their escape and they, hmm. they come out and they see the city burning. Yeah. That was one of the cool, I, I know it's kind of, it, Kind of your standard thing, but I I thought that was a gorgeous shot. It was a gorgeous I, shot. The I, way they it, had yes. the shot, yeah, it wasn't the way they framed it. The, the way yeah, the, the, yeah. the CG was done, um, just all of it. You the know, impact actually weighed on the it shot. did. It yes. did because you spent time. You didn't at that point. We'd spent what about an hour, hour fifteen with yeah. with before the all hell broke loose. Mm. You got to know these characters. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't spend forever with them. This wasn't a TV series or anything, but you actually gave a shit. You saw mm-hmm. that they were good people. Yep. They did a very good job of establishing them as the good guys. Yeah. They were wanting, hoping for a better universe. And then to watch them get fucking slaughtered. Just completely annihilated. they got slaughtered. I'm sitting there going, damn, dude, I'm sad now. Dude, the guards on the steps, when they have that frontal assault coming, and the guys just kind of fucking slide the ropes down and right. behind them. It's like, holy shit. They're all fucking they, dead. They don't stand a fucking chance. Oh, none. None at all. Mm. I have to... I'm going to go back to Skarsgård. Top marks for creepiness. Very good. He yes. did. He did a very good job. I could have really done without the slurping of the meal. It, was, it took me back to to De- Denethor and fucking <laughs> to Return, Return of, of the, the King. King. The fucking tomato. Yes, I'm sitting there. I was about to throw my remote at the TV. It's like, why are you slurping? I had completely forgotten about that goddamn scene until right now. Uh-huh. God damn it, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> never, lips, never forget. His lips on the tomato. Oh. Mike, never forget. Never forget. Denethor can't chew with his fucking mouth closed. <laughs> I'm glad they fucking covered him in oil and burned him. He deserved it. Fuck yeah, he did. He absolutely deserved it. The poor doctor did not deserve getting oh, slit. Holy shit. I, you yeah, saw he, that he, coming. Up to 100%. You, you knew that was coming. Okay, come yeah. on. That, that, that was... <laughs> you, uh, you returned my wife from her suffering. And you're like, yeah, that's... I mean, she's dead, dude. <laughs> He's going to fucking kill that, you. That's what I... I would. <laughs> had I been the Duke, I would have looked at him, dude, she's dead. Yeah. Or more of a, yeah, she's dead. Well, that's what he's trying to say when he's on the floor. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Dude, she's obviously dead. You don't have to do this now. This is stupid. <laughs> Well, we knew it was coming. We did. They, they, it, it was, was very. There. It was telegraphed up, up one side and down yes, the other. Yes, it was. I I loved it from that point. We're we're cutting back and forth between what's going on with Skarsgård and the Duke there, mm. and um, mom and and son, and I I love the kind of back and forth. The reveal yeah. of the ring, you know, uh, uh, oh, yeah. Skarsgård. 
And then the poison tooth because nothing tooth was, cooler than a poison tooth. That right? was pretty fucking bad. That was an awesome. That was a lot cooler than I thought it was going to be. They did a really cool job with that. When they I, said the poison tooth thing, I was like, oh, it's going to be like a little puff of a breath. No, thing. no, no, no. It killed no. everything in that room. Everything in the room. Everyone's like, dying. Oh, they got, they got, so good. they got Dust Melchian though. I was very unhappy with that. That's true. Yeah. I needed more of him. Yeah. Can we at least get him through till the end of the first part? Right. Please. But Skarsgård made it. Yes, he did. He was sucking on the ceiling. His little his little floaty device. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but mom and son got to hotbox in a tent. That was fun. They did, yeah. <laughs> There's spice in here. I thought of Talon <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> What? We're in a sweat lodge. He talks about oh, you know yeah. the, 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 the fucking peyote or whatever in, in a tent, and I'm thinking they're, they're going. Get, they're getting to know each other. They're getting yeah. high. That's right. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> Did you know I'm the one? <laughs> Look, Paul. Shut up, <laughs> Paul. It's time for bed, Paul. <laughs> Um, creepy factor, uh, part two. Um, mm. I'm not drinking anyone's spit. I don't care what fucking machine you put it in. Oh yeah. That was good. He's like, he wants water from the tent. She's like, yeah, thank you. She drinks it. She's like, what the fuck? He's like sweat and tears from the tent <laughs> and piss. And piss. Lots of really? piss. Lots of piss. <laughs> it's got that slight urine flavor. Oh, it's fine. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, speaking of the uh, Sudoku ninjas, I was really—I <laughs> loved watching them get nut punched by the Fremen. Yes, that that was neat. That was fucking cool. I like how they, I, I like how they float in, and they thought they were all badass. I think and, oh, they're all sliding and, and uh, from the sand, and now <laughs> and now we're cutting fools. But we lose Momoa. We do. God, he, he went damn out it. like a fucking G he went out once like again. A G. Why did he open the door? Why did he open the fucking door? He could have shut both doors. He could have gotten away with them yeah. at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. That 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 made no sense to me. No, because he was like the whole idea was he was going to buy them time, but then they hung around. <laughs> all they needed to do was keep that door shut and close the other one in front of them, and they would have had all the time they needed. Yeah, really. Especially because it was like a secret passage they went through. Close yeah. that shit behind you. Yeah. They'll run in there and be like, huh, we thought there were people here. Better shoot our laser around and see if we can find any. But you're gone at that point, so you don't give a shit. So at this point in the film, we've lost all of the main cast minus a handful. Yeah. I mean, the, everybody's dead. Yeah. And I was very sad at that point. I was very worried. Well, we don't at know that about point. Brolin, though. We don't know about Brolin, but we know he ain't around anymore. That's true. So I, I was a little worried at that point. Well, not worried. I was just sad because I liked those characters. Yep. I obviously I love those actors. So I was I was a little worried. And then, um, you know, you've you've got Paul and uh, Mom flying in the uh, Kashi cruiser there. Yes. And uh, Paul, for whatever reason, decides to let Jesus take the wheel. He does. He pulls uh, Luke Skywalker. And, he and turns turns off his uh, his targeting, his targeting screen. screen. <laughs> <laughs> and he went to sleep. <laughs> That's one way of doing it. They're just like flying around and crazy in a storm, somehow not being affected by the G force that they're probably going through there. And uh, he's just like. Like you said, let Jesus take the wheel. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what they did. He let Jesus take the wheel. I, I'm 
very interested to see what this folklore is or how these powers work in the next yeah. film. I hope they, I, I'm sure they'll dive into it a little bit further. It's akin to the force. I'm, uh, I'm that's sure of that. kind of where I'm at with like, the whole they thing. The Jedi mind trick. They can, but uh, we, but we can't say they're copying star Wars. You know why? Cause the book came out in 65. Yes, so if anything, George Lucas, Mr. Stole Lucas, <laughs> But uh, again, I don't know That's what's fine. in the book. There's a lot of things similar to this out there. But hey, hey, we got another Batista appearance. We did, yes. While his uncle was in motor oil, I was going to say talking to the thing of oil. Yeah. <laughs> How could he hear him? He's still healing. <laughs> Why motor oil? I don't. Oh, um, I, yeah. I I want I an explanation. Know. Is that the is that their equivalent of a back to tank? Maybe, I guess. I guess. It's very, it's very interesting. I don't know. It looked like some 5 weight 30 to me, but it looked very used. Yes. <laughs> very used. They mixed something in there. It looked a little weird. All right. So we end up with, uh, with uh, uh, Paul and his mom crashing. It's at this point that we run into some pacing problems. Yes. Yes. I've, it's not that it ground to a halt. But we spent the rest of our time basically with Paul and and Mom. Yes. You didn't have the cuts to other things going on. Because everybody was dead. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so there wasn't anything to really happen. There was, wasn't. They had to wander through the desert just like Jesus. Just like Jesus and just like 3PO and R2 did That's in New right. Hope. And you know what? That was the most boring fucking part of New Hope was that watching was. those two idiots wander pretty, around. That was pretty, yeah, yeah, that's my least favorite part <laughs> of, of the movie. That, you know, they did a couple of interesting things, but, you know, again, with 30 minutes left, <clears> I'm <throat> sitting there looking at my watch going, okay, well, what can happen now? There's not much time left. Yes. However, I'm not going to be able to sit through 30 minutes of desert wandering. Desert wandering. I was not <laughs> going to be able to ha- handle it. And then also they started getting a little he- heavy on the premonitions. I felt like at that point we reached our quota. I agree. For the for the film. So it, it was a couple of things that kind of fell into place. We were just like, oh, fuck. Okay, come on. Yeah. Come on. Let's get going. Let's and, do and, something. And, and they... they <laughs> The whole slide walking thing. Yes. What did they do that for about four steps? They, right. They, like, they, they alluded to it at the beginning. I'm like, oh, that's going to get used later in the movie. And then when they do, I was like, ha they're going to do it. And they literally didn't do it. for. They, I, I, they went up a little tiny hill doing it. And that was it. I was expecting some real pimp walk going on yeah. like the entire time that they're cruising through the desert. And that did I'm not. They're doing like an offbeat sea step. Yeah. Going. Yeah. That did, that did not happen <laughs> at, at all. Why don't they just shuffle their fucking feet? <laughs> Luckily, we're saved from our boredom by a pretty awesome worm chase mm. scene. Oh, yeah. It fucking gets up out of the ground and fucking stares at him. It was, was it talking to Paul? It's, it was doing something to him. It was, be, it was like bumping at him or something. Like, right? Because <laughs> I feel like it could have gotten them. Despite the fact oh, that yeah. it was on rock, I mean, it could have just fallen on top of them and, and gotten them. Mm-hmm. So I felt like there was some type of weird communication going on between Neo and the worm. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, Paul. <laughs> it's never not going to be funny. Um, Mama got to be a bad bitch. 
Yes, she did. She put she put Bartim on his ass. Holy fuck! Yeah, that was that was a very cool scene. That was good. They worked well together because he fucking scampered up and got to you know stole a gun and got to a fucking advantage vantage point there. Kids, and... kids got some training, but hey, we finally got to see Zendaya. Holy or shit, Zendaya! I didn't even know she was in the movie. Honestly, <laughs> well, I know she's we, just in visions. We had a voiceover and a bunch of premonitions, and mm-hmm. I'm like, is this bitch ever going to show up in this movie? And it's for five ten minutes. She gets two lines. The, yeah. <laughs> so we get to the end. And I was incredibly impressed in that they subverted my expectations. Mm. I was expecting with the premonitions happening that it was going to go down exactly as he was gonna, Paul had seen. Yeah, he was going to allow himself to be killed to become the one. Right. But he says, fuck that. I'm killing this motherfucker. And he cuts the dude who's supposed to become his friend and his trainer and everything else. Because I'm sitting there going, okay, they're going to become buddies after he kills him? Okay. Yeah, how are they bringing him back? Right. But they completely, you know, sidestep that. And and it shows that the death of the the Fremen means that we don't necessarily have to follow everything that he sees. It doesn't mean that he is accurate. I mean... He's been very accurate up to this point, yeah. but we're taking it in a, in a different direction. And I appreciate the fact that they didn't just follow that where, okay, well, he saw it. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Now no, we no, got to no. do this. Here, yeah. here, here's a little bit of a surprise. No, I like that too. That so, was good. So things are set in stone. And it was a cool fight. It was a badass. Yeah, they did good. Yeah. Him getting frustrated, him besting him. And yeah. she's like, he's never killed a man before. And he's like, the guy's like oh, fuck, really? <laughs> I feel like that had Paul just said, hey, my mom's Martha too, they would have been okay. <laughs> Martha. He screamed a lot. <laughs> okay, okay, dude, um, I know we're knife fighting, but we don't need to yell. Yeah. Can, we, can we calm down he, here? <laughs> finally i like the intensity you no know, it, it was a great fight scene and that that guy he did a good job yes i, he did. I liked yeah. it so apparently the fremen can ride the worms yes and okay. they kind of alluded to that a few times but then they showed him fucking just strapped onto that giant fucking worm with his little ice axes there right well just before the god what was her name the uh <laughs> the blue-eyed person, no, the African American woman with the that yeah. was like the the, the, the representative, the from, judge, lady, yes, the yeah. judge lady. So before she gets shanked, she pops out to what looks like you know yeah. what rock she's climbers go, would use. Yep, she's gonna go worm ride. Okay, so yes. that's that's what I picked up. She from used it. that thumper to summon the worm, yes. and she's gonna ride it, and then she gets fucking stabbed through her water belt because water shoots out. Yes, yes. Okay, so we're going to get to see some worm battles. That's right. Some worm on, hot worm on worm action. I am. I can't tell you how excited I am for this next film, dude. I'm, I'm fucking Th- pumped for it. Is, that was a good build up to a good. This next one, I think, will have a little more action in it. Th- this has markings or some traces of like Lord of the Rings potential it, to it. Yes, it does. I completely agree. And. Uh, yeah, it, it really mm-hmm. it, it reminded me of the first time I watched Fellowship of the Ring. Yes, I'm, you, you have the build yes. up, you have the, the the whole stage being set, mm-hmm. and then what was Two Towers? Two Towers was a lot of battles. It was a lot of holy shit stuff going Two on. Two Towers is fucking amazing. That's what it was. Fucking great. Yes, and so they, I I completely agree. I'm on board with you 100 percent on that. Yes. Mm. So. 2023 
is not going to come fast enough. Because <laughs> that's when this next... Yes, because they didn't film them back uh, to back. Uh, Warner Brothers no. wasn't confident enough in it. They did So they didn't film both films at the same time. Honestly, yesterday... They finally announced that they've greenlit the sequel yesterday. Jesus Christ. So the fact that they slapped a part one on a film that they hadn't even greenlit yet for a part two, it's a little <laughs> arrogant in my opinion. It's a little arrogant. <laughs> hey. Because what if this had tanked at the box office? And and honestly, it's uh, even it's, after the opening weekend, yeah. it's it's got a long ways to go before it, it, it becomes profitable. Yep. Yeah, no. yeah, they're about what seventy million off for making their budget, but oh god, they need a lot more than that. Yeah, opening weekend's over. That's your biggest push right there, right? Opening weekend. And, and yeah. uh, as time goes on and things rev back up again, it's going to be a new hit every weekend. Yep. A new, a new contender popping out. So, I, yeah, November's I, I, fucking loaded. Oh man. my god, <laughs> all of next year is loaded. is loaded. So they they've got a. They've, they've got their work cut out for them, but God damn it. I don't care if you are into Dune or not. Mm. If you're into any type of sprawling sci-fi operatic uh, types of films, watch this movie. Mm-hmm. You will enjoy this movie. I loved this movie. This was awesome. I will watch it yes. again. 2023 cannot come fast enough. Mm, I agree. God damn, twenty twenty three. I fuck know. Me. What God the damn fuck, it. man? Why? Like I said, the, my biggest qualm with this movie was that I you just get blue balls the whole time. You're waiting for it. You see it coming, and you know you're not going to get it there. Had I not noticed the part one under the title of the uh-huh. film the second time around, I was actually going to ding at a point because yep. I was going to like you motherfuckers. <laughs> how dare you? But I still ding at that point. <laughs> D- D- Denny Villeneuve knew what he was doing. Yeah. So I, he did. I, I, I got it. He absolutely I, did. I, and I'm definitely going to watch Dune, uh, oh, uh, Dune part two. Right. Part two. Part D. So, all right. Well, we we are in agreement this week. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. How that hasn't happened in a while. It doesn't. It hasn't. No, it hasn't. hasn't. <laughs> it hasn't. Well, some of us feel that you know evil dies tonight, and some Fuck. of us feel that evil <laughs> dies tonight. That's up to you. God damn it! It's your call. On that note, we're gonna take a fucking break. Yes. Hey, you want to get doomed? I'm Tessa. And I'm Nicole. And we have a spanking new podcast for your ear holes called Doom Generation. Listen in as two foul mouth biddies have an always casual, often comedic. What? I think we're funny. And sometimes chaotic conversation about the things that doomed us to be who we are today. Take a trip with us down nostalgia lane and we'll try not to veer off the road. Available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Doom Generation Pod and on Twitter at Doom Gen Pod. Later, Doomers. And we are back. Mm. Hey, this uh, Telemore do. It's going down smooth. Smooth, sweet. Yes, sir. Tasty. It is. Tasty. I'm not quite feeling... Well, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. But I'm not... I, I feel like if I hit the breathalyzer right now, I'd probably be about a .04. Yeah. Somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. I'm trying to pace myself this evening. Yeah. We're trying to work up to that point. Oh, yeah. No, I, it, 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 
we're gonna we're gonna get to that point. Uh, yeah, we're gonna if you it's go big or go home, right? That's right. That's right. Well, let's uh, let's do a little therapy. I'm still a piece of garbage. Yes, you are, Mike. Big piece of garbage. Uh, I tell myself that every morning. Yes, when I look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll do a med update. Uh, I stopped the Stratera. I think that was not, that's not new news. Uh, I think it's been two weeks since I've taken it. Um, I had a rough fucking week. Yeah, rough week. Um, I was uh, in a horrific mood the entire time. I my patients level is gone Mm. i ain't got time for no one i have no fucks to give which is not playing well at home let me tell you it's not (laughs) going well i uh i i even had to reach out to my psych and say hey we need to i I think i'm back to baseline now or worse we need to do something about it so Mm. i have an appointment i think two weeks to, to speak with her in the meantime, mm. I've been given something that is much, it's one of those uh, medications you take that will, it's kind of an instantaneous thing, kind of short-term burst to kind of calm you the fuck down. No, it's not Xanax. Okay. okay. I, I can't do Xanax. But it's a, a, a it's, chill it, the fuck out. It's, hi, it's hydroxyzine and what it basically, oh. does, it lowers your blood pressure yes. a little bit to, to kind of calm you down. Um, I, I've only taken it one time. My concern is that it's going to make me very sleepy or just very sluggy. And I certainly do not want to take it when I'm drinking. Yeah. Because apparently that's bad, I I guess. Every one of these medications they give you, they say don't drink. And it's like, fuck you. Yeah, don't tell me what to do. (laughs) I'm in charge of my own life. I know my body. (laughs) Never mind the chemical interaction there. But but I'm trying to avoid taking drinking while taking the thing that lowers my blood pressure. Yeah, it's generally a good idea. uh, The next suggestion that I'm being given is Abilify, which is an antidepressant. Mm. I still have some research and and meeting with the psych to do. What I have researched thus far does not make me feel good. The possible side effects list on that shit is a mile long. Yeah. My penis will continue to work come hell or high water. Okay. (laughs) So I'm I'm concerned about that, but okay. uh, we'll we'll kind of go from there. So there's my update. Uh, this week uh, the theme is finances. Ooh, fuck. We 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 ain't in a great spot right now. Yeah, and I I can't go into a lot of detail, but uh, there there was definitely over the past couple months an income decrease Ooh. across the board, and. Uh, I'm I'm panicking a little bit right now yeah. uh, because we are living beyond our means, mm. and I am not known for discipline. Fiscal responsibility <laughs> is a foreign term to me, so I'm uh, I'm going to do something that I have never done, which is I'm going to bring my significant other in to manage the finances with me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you so do do you and your wife do do the finances together or is that a, a she spearheads it? Actually. She spearheads She's it much better with uh, follow through. 
mm-hmm. among other things, and staying organized and all that. So she's actually uh, basically in charge of the finances, always has been. Um, I you know I I make a paycheck, and we we have separate accounts, but we both uh, have access to each other's accounts and that kind of thing. But we pull our money, we do our budgetary thing every month. You know, um, yeah, we've lived beyond our we. Obviously, you know, getting married young, we live beyond our means for years. Well, yeah, that's part. That's part, <laughs> that's of, part the, of part that's, of growing up. Yeah, that's part of the that's part of the game. So. But when you reach my age, we should not be living beyond our means. I, I know, <laughs> I, I know well enough. I know. Yeah, hey, it's it's difficult, man. It really is, yeah. especially when you get a drop in income. Yeah, it it really kind of throws everything into disarray, and you're you're you sit there and you look at the budget and you go, okay, how, where can we tighten our belt here? Yeah, and. Yeah, you can nickel and dime some shit together, but some of these things are you kind of can't live without. Yeah, the the major things are, are what cost cost the majority of the money. The stuff you actually have to have. Yeah, yeah. Streaming services are really. Oh wait, no, that's not a priority. Um, yes, it is. I'm gonna need all of your login information <laughs> hey, here soon. I'll hook you up. It's okay, cool. thanks, buddy. <laughs> I got you. Because I'm gonna have to cancel like everything. Yeah. No. Hey, I've been there. Yeah, I I, I don't know where um, I don't know where we're gonna head with that. Uh, but yeah, I'm sweating balls right now. So uh, uh, so uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna ask you. So uh, part of your being your not being comfortable with having your significant other in on the finances. Is that a transparency thing where you like to have that little bit of privacy in that, that section of being able to spend a little bit of money and not have to worry about something being said, or is that more on the side of just additional stress being brought into it? It's additional stress because we, as all humans are or diff- mm-hmm. look at things differently yes. and we definitely look at the finances differently when we have the times that we have coordinated with each other um i have not agreed with many of the the choices that uh. she has suggested and and it's been the same on the other side as well so yes i am it's like, what are you going to cut that I'm not going to like? Yeah. Here we go. And I'm fairly certain I know what she's going to go after, which are my vices. And uh, I'm really not excited for that. Yeah. Um, cigarettes are always the low-hanging fruit. Yes. Oh, well, that's that's $200 a month. I can, I can go. Oh, you can <laughs> cut down. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> And that, that that's that's the thing that has to be understood there is with, with that, it's like, yeah, it'd be great to cut back on some of those vices, but the issue with cutting back on vices is they're vices. It's, if you could cut back on them willingly, you'd, you'd cut back on <laughs> It's not that easy. No, it's not. If I could quit, I would so, have already. Okay? so But, yeah, looking for maybe alternative stuff like that, and that's always on the table, but it's not a, not a 100% guarantee of anything. and no. And, and we, at one point, I did hire an accountant mm. to help with budgeting, to help with everything else. She got, the, the accountant got really pissed off because we kept spending money. And she's <laughs> like, I don't think I can help you anymore. I'm like, oh, fuck. We just got fired. God damn it. So I, our budget is our i'm sorry our we have one account together and okay. that's it our money just goes into the, gotcha. the same sinkhole and and that's it i know a lot of people that have separate accounts 
There are a lot of married couples that have separate accounts. To me, that seems... It's a more of a pain in the ass. It seems complicated, yeah, and I, and I don't want be. complicated. But I can also see the value in it as well. Mm. I'm surprised you two have access to each other's accounts. I feel like if we had two separate accounts, here's my... you know We pick one account to pay all the bills out of. I'll give you the money. You put it in for your side. I don't want you knowing what I'm doing on this side. It, it's more of uh, we have separate accounts. Basically, f- for me, what it does allows me to kind of I have my own baseline budget of what I spend, and most of my spending is on gas and energy drinks. <laughs> That's my, really it. Minus fast food. That is fast, the, fast foods on that there for sure. That is my fucking yep. kryptonite, and I know. Look. You, you can take the booze and the cigarettes out of the equation. Yeah. It's the fast food that I absolutely need to stop well, doing. We both work in industries where we drive quite we a bit. We do. And yep. where else am I? I ain't going to brown bag you, it. You end up living in your car part of the time. Who the and then, fuck yeah. has time to make lunch in the morning? Are you shitting me? Who yeah. does it? I hey, barely, look. I don't even make breakfast half the time. Dude, doing budgetary stuff before, I've done that. I'm like, I'm just going to make sandwiches every day. That's what I'm going to do. I make a sandwich. Did... You know what I do? I have put it in my truck. And then I go and I get some fucking uh, burrito or something for breakfast or lunch or whatever. I'll make it a day. Oh, I made myself a ham sandwich. Great. Next morning. I don't want a ham sandwich today. Nope. And that's all I have. So, no, I'm going to go drive through McDonald's and have a Big Mac. (laughs) And I'm going to love every moment of it. Yeah, it's hard, man. And and I don't care. Look, discipline is not my thing. When it comes to doing things that I don't want to do or that may be hard... (laughs) I have a really hard time doing follow through. Yes, but I, I have. There has to be some changes made. I, mm. I, because we we will not survive. We mm. we will, you know, we won't be able to make the house payment. We won't yeah. be able to do you know all these things. So um, yeah, I need to to get my shit together. Or hey, Mike, can I have some money? You notice I didn't say borrow. I said, can I have some? Well, I appreciate you using that, that yes, verbiage. Oh, because I, I, I don't want to blow any smoke up your ass and thinking that you're going to get paid back because you're not. Ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, if I had some to give. <laughs> right. That's exactly where we're at. Mm. Well, this this will be an ongoing dilemma. Yeah. Next week, I'll update you on, uh, update everybody on meds and where my finances, finances. are That's at. That's good. Weekly med and finance update. Oh, my God. The meds suck. I'm broke. Fuck off. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> fucking ball of stress right there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, man, I got a lot going on in my life. Yeah. All right, what's going on with you, buddy? Oh, so many things. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> do I need to have another drink before we, we, we do this? No, I just, okay. I, I had one thing I was going to kind of go through, uh, but. Do do what you need to do, buddy. I'm, yeah, here, I'm here for you. But before uh, we recorded tonight, uh, I was sitting on the couch with my wife and we were just kind of talking um and you know just because we haven't we didn't see much, each other much today i was i was working working uh out of the office and at some job sites and she was you know home and then when i got back she had plans and so she left she came back right before uh, we started recording and so we just talked for a few minutes but we were just talking and we had a, a i don't know you know what sparked it but uh she asked me kind of basically i think she just asked me what what was going on with me because i seemed kind of distant or whatever and it was like the jar cracked man i just started spilling out just like everything just came flying out i uh, you know how unhappy i am with my work all this all this bullshit same bullshit i've been saying but to a much 
heavier extent. Uh, I, I got super emotional, super angry and was just, just not happy. I wasn't yelling at her or anything like that, but I was just yelling and, and freaking out about everything. And I, I never had the jar crack like that before. I've never had the stuff spill out. And I, I don't really, you know, I, like I said, I, I'm talking to someone, I have another appointment next week. Uh, I, I'm doing that. I'm trying to do these things, but I am, I'm, I'm feel like I'm losing it here a bit. You, to use your jar metaphor, you have broken the seal mm. with going to therapy. Mm. It's making you, I'm, I'm assuming a little more introspective about things and making you maybe take a closer look at, or making you take a closer look at kind of some of your internal processes and definitely some of the things that have been frustrations with you. Because up to this point, you have done, taken the paternal role, which requires us to work mm. and gut our problems. Just yes. just swallow it down and deal with it. We're, we're not going to show emotion. Mm. We're not going to show weakness. We are going to damn the torpedoes and storm the Bastille and that because that's our job. Mm. It's it's your your typical patriarchal setup. Mm. But now you've you've cracked open Pandora's box in that you're you're going to be looking at things much more closely and a lot of emotions come with that. Mm. It does because now we're I'm looking at my life with a it's like you're reading something and then you're putting glasses on and you can really see it now. Mm. And that's a lot of emotion comes out of that. A lot of things, the important part. And it sounds to me like you did the right thing. Venting is good. Venting is good. You're, you're communicating with your wife. You're making it clear your frustrations. The important part is to not use her as a kicking post. Yes. So as long as you're not doing that, you'll be okay. Things are hard. You're going to be emotional. Yeah. But your wife will support you. Yes. As opposed to tase you. <laughs> well, she might do both. We'll see. Whatever whatever you guys are into <laughs> is up to you. I don't judge. No, she's she's been very supportive in this whole thing. My 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 whole thing is with my uh you know, my wife has has her own stuff going on all the time and I never want to add on top of that. And that was the, the guilt that came with the, the spill I had today was, fuck, she's got enough going on right now. And I just unloaded on her. I just completely was just, everything's fucked and just, I'm fucking miserable. And this is, this is all, all this shit is stacking up on me. And you know, I've got all these, this fucking giant list of shit to do. And you know, just this a million things. And you know, me looking at how I normally look at it is, yeah, fucking, you have problems. Everyone has fucking problems. You deal with them. You take, you know, take a step forward, figure something out. You know, you can you can change what you can. You can you can't control some things. You just got to roll with some things. But it's just gotten to the point now where I just I don't fucking care. I'm just angry about it. And uh, you know, dumping on her like that, I, I feel so much fucking guilt over that. Just feel like I I made. I made it, gave her more shit to deal with that she doesn't need to deal with. Under, completely understandable. Mm. 100%. 
the important part with this process, you have to do a quid pro quo here and make mm. sure that you are doing the same for her. Mm. So if she has something that she needs to get off her chest, if she needs to kick you in the balls a couple of times to make herself feel better. Well, that's a nightly ritual. That's yeah. yeah it's different. I know what you're into. <laughs> um, but yes, that, that, that's the trade off is that you both yeah. are able to equally do it and you're able to do it in a manner that is not, yeah, a healthy Tra- traumatic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the thing. <laughs> I'm not mad at you, but god damn it, I'm pissed off. God damn it, motherfucker. No, it's okay. It's not you, but fuck. <laughs> yeah, they they don't like that at no, all. Generally not. They, they get very upset by that. But yeah, you're you're getting in touch with things that you had never have. Mm. And in some, I don't know about your household growing up, but in my household, these were things we don't talk about. Mm. These are you, you fucking suck it up, mm. slap a bandaid on, rub some tussin on it, pull up your big boy panties and you go do what you need to do, Yep. which creates some very interesting <laughs> pathological <laughs> issues later on down the road. Yeah. So we have discovered at this point, mm. Hey, mental health was still in its infancy back in the, the, the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Okay. We, we, we were just the, t- it was the kind of the tip of the iceberg as to what was going on mm-hmm. now. But now, as long as you're respectful and you, God, I, the, the biggest thing I can stress and the thing that I fail at a lot, you're a team. Mm-hmm. You have to be a team. Up, down, left, right, good, bad. As long as you two are on the same page and focused, mm. you're going to be okay. Mm. You can't, you, you, one picks up the other when the other is down and vice versa. And that's how that works. Mm. If I can give any advice based on my experience, because I suck at this and it has created a shit ton of strife in my home and in my life, don't do what I do. I only did it because I saw you do it. (laughs) Yeah. This is not a drug PSA. Um, But that's it. I mean, that's the bottom line. Keep going with this. It's hard. You're going to have to push through this. You're going to have to continue to navigate these brand new rages that you're feeling right now. Mm. Don't let that dissuade you from continuing your process. Mm. Okay. Okay. You're going to be okay, buddy. Yes, I will. I have to ask you a question. I have to ask you a couple questions. Oh, this is standard whenever we do therapy. Um, Within the past uh, six months, have you had any thoughts about ending your life? No. Have you had any thoughts where you feel like it would be better if you just went to sleep and never woke up? No. Have you had any thoughts about hurting anybody else? Yes. (laughs) Not killing. (laughs) (laughs) To clarify. Oh, fuck. I may have asked my my boss if I could kill another coworker. That's different. That's different. That's Uh, that's that's perfectly acceptable within within the professional world. That's perfectly okay. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing these things with me. That, it, does this help? This actually does. Okay. Yeah, this is a, a different kind of venting, and I'm, you know, I'm, 
don't know if you know, but I'm not noticed, but I'm not very comfortable. I look. <laughs> no, you you have not, you have not made eye contact with me this entire time you and I, I have can't talked. Do it. <laughs> it's it's okay. I get it. Yeah. I 100% get it. Look, after fucking 15, 20 years now of going to therapy, mm. ne- it took a long time before I was comfortable about talking about any of this shit. Yeah. So. That's, that's, and that's the point. Like with you, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty goddamn comfortable. And I got, I got to get to that point with uh, my, my therapist there. So, And be patient with that. That will yes. take time. I, and I understand that. Are you on a good path with this therapist? Are you feeling comfortable and confident yet with this therapist? So far, but again, it's only been one appointment so far. Okay, so we had so the, basically the trial appointment oh, you is had, what we had, you so had for the you, introduction. You had the first date. Yes, is the what first you date. Had. So yes. it's, this, the get, it's the get to know you. Exactly. Yeah. So this next one, I'll, I'll try and open up a little bit more. Be try, I'm trying to be very honest, trying not to let myself do that thing where I explain away and answer, try to solve all my problems. They, right. Like you said, trying to let her take the wheel and be, you know, actually just this is how I feel. And then her go, okay, maybe this or whatever she's going to do or, you know, do what Paul did. Let Jesus take let the wheel. Jesus take the wheel. That's right. We'll see. Maybe I'll go on a fucking, maybe I'll, I'll crack the jar with her and, <laughs> she'd be like you need to see a psychiatrist (laughs) you are too much that is a good question i have for you though Mm. um well i think it's a good question that's matter of opinion Mm. where do men where does medication fit in with you are are you open open are you open to that absolutely i'm open to it i also know there's no pill that's gonna just make everything better because if there was i'd be taking it exactly i would od on it i would (laughs) snort and shoot that shit if it was out there No no shit no, there's not. The, but, the, I, but I am open to things that might help. Good. Yes. Broaden your, expand your horizons. That's do, right. Do, t- take yourself out of your comfort zone. That's the only way we are able to effectively make good changes mm. in our life. Agreed. Says somebody who is not willing to get out of his comfort zone most of the time. <laughs> so, hey, I can give advice. Can't follow any of it. Shall we do a thing? Let's do a thing. <laughs> There it is. That was crisp. Yeah, that was crisp. All right. Uh, this week. What did I fucking do this week? Oh, yeah. You ever heard of stigiophilia? I have never heard of stigiophilia. Stigiophilia describes sexual arousal at the thought of hellfire or damnation. Ooh. The term comes from a combination of the word Stygian, an adjective describing anything pertaining to the river Styx, the river of hell. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And philia, which we all know. It's philia. It's philia. (laughs) You're into it. Stygiophiles are attracted to kinky, sinful sex, which they believe Mm. will send them to hell. It's the thought of damnation rather than the sex itself that really turns them on. They may also be turned on by the idea of being surrounded by heat and flames. This is awesome. Yeah, I know. Many stigiophiles express their preferences through artworks of sexual acts taking place in hell, which they may may find or post online. Yes, I did look. Dude. (laughs) Hey, I painted myself fucking the devil in hell. Great. I mean, hey, I... Uh, this one I, I I get to a certain extent. You know, it's it's very interesting that we well, you are a lot younger than I am. I am. So my generation, <laughs> we are 
we are perfectly comfortable with exploring our sexuality. Um, we mm. don't have the hangups that the boomers have. Yeah. And for the, I am not a fucking boomer. Okay. I am a, a child of a boomer. He's okay? lying to you. All. I am not lying. <laughs> my parents, no, he's a gen X. My parents were boomers. I am a gen. Yeah. X degeneration X. Break it down. Do, do, do. <laughs> Suck it. Anyways. Um, I love that you and I know wrestling, <laughs> but there's still a, a lo- that indoctrinated guilt that comes in there because of the mm. boomer upbringing yes. and the, the Catholic guilt the, trip. Well, it's yes. Despite yes. the fact that none of my family well, were Catholic, but, but, the, yeah. but they were in with JC. Okay. Yes. Totally. Yes. So yes, there is the guilt that goes along with that, but there is a silver lining in that doing something that is bad, quote yes. unquote, is really fun. Verboten. Verboten. Yes. The verboten <laughs> is the good thing. That's it's, right. It's good. It's good. The liebe verboten. It is, it is very good. It is better than any drink you could have. It is better than any cigarette you could have. Mm. It is better than any fucking drug you could snort. Mm-hmm. Is the forbidden it is a good time. Yes. And through much of my 20s, I lived by that 100%. And yep. oh, God, did it get me into some fucking trouble. You got to hit those taboos, man. That's oh, what it's about. baby. I had two calls today mm. from friends of the show who have given me authorization to talk about this Ooh. that are in Tim very uh, tempting situations mm. that are what some would describe as morally reprehensible. Ooh, almost. It has to do, that has to do with cheating oh. or helping someone cheat. Gotcha. <laughs> Encouraging, <laughs> Encouraging someone it. to cheat. It's a lot of home wrecking going on. All right. Okay. <laughs> but we had the discussion of where does this come from? Mm. Is this something that is a psychological deal, environmental upbringing thing? Is this a genetic thing where it's a predisposition to knocking social norms? Mm. You know, there were many questions had. There was very long. I spent a lot of the day on the fucking phone today. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, productive day. Lo- love you, listeners. It's fine. Send me an email or a text later. It's it's all good. Yes. It's all good. But I, I the the consensus that I came to, and that I guess we to an extent came to, is that there is something in our personalities and in our behavior that finds danger and unacceptable things to be fun. Now, uh, yes. let me say this. I'm not talking about going and walking up and shooting somebody in the back of the head. <laughs> that does not turn me on. Okay. No. That's, that's not You're a thing about for me. Cultural taboos. Exactly. Thank you, Michael. Yes. Very good. Look at you've been doing the reading. I had no math, but when I was in my twenties, I lived by this 120%. I loved Sleeping with married women. Mm-hmm. I, I was married at one point in my early 20s, mm-hmm. and I was not a good boy. Mm-hmm. I will I will freely admit to that. And there was nothing more fun than going out and being a bad boy. 
Mm-hmm. It, again, like I said, it's like a fucking drug. Mm. But I think that in trying to pin down where this comes from, this is one of those, I'm not going to blame my parents. I'm not. Mm. I, for the most part, don't blame my parents much for anything anymore, mm. except a couple of minor hiccups <laughs> here and there. Um, but I think it just has to do with boredom. Yeah. Boredom. When you do mm. these things, when you do these things, it's really hard to stop and not do it again because there's nothing that equals it. Mm. It's like that dopamine hit that, that, yes. that co- when you, when you do heroin or when you drink or do, do whatever type of drug that just makes you feel all good, and warm and happy. Mm. You need to do crazier shit in order to get that high. Mm. And I know when I was in my twenties, being a good boy was boring. Mm. I wanted to thrill. I wanted to feel something that really got the, the, the heart beating and the, and every, you know, the juice is flowing and Oh God, I'm going to fuck this desk <laughs> anyways. <laughs> um, too fat now. <laughs> what? <laughs> But, but I, so I get the stigiophile thing where it's, I, I I think it's the, the hellfire and damnation is a metaphor more than anything. I don't think these people legitimately are like, yeah, I want to fucking go to hell. They they don't want to go to hell. I mean, there's a probably a couple of them that are like that, but yes, but yes, I absolutely agree with you. There there are folks out there that think they're fucking vampires. Exactly. So yes. no, you gotta I, let, allow the fringe to exist. There are th- yes, <laughs> the fringe is among us. <laughs> but I think what they what they like to do is is they like to to hold their hand as close to the fire as they can yes. and try not to get burned. That's and right. that, like I said, that's fucking crack cocaine right there. What's his name flying up to the sun? Icarus. Icarus. Thank you. Icarus. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's, it, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And I, um, no, I, I have to agree with you on that. That's the. Uh, like we said, it's that you, that feeling of danger, that dopamine release from getting that, getting doing something you know you're not supposed to do. Um, you know, some people get that from from roller coasters. Some people get that from, uh, you know, racing, uh, racing, sports, canceling plans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just me, just me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends. What 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 what, were you, what was just the plan? Any social activity. <laughs> Oh no, I get that. That's that's yeah. that, that's heroin right there. Right? Yeah. What? Or my favorite. Why don't you guys go? Yeah. You guys go on ahead. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 You go. You, um, I'll stay home. Yeah. I I don't feel good. Yeah. That's uh, it. Yeah, yes. No. I I get that. But yeah. No. There's. Uh, I I think that's actually that's absolutely it. And I think you're right. That's exactly what this is. This is the uh, people trying to do things that make them. That give them that that release, that dopamine release, whether yeah. you know it's it, it's cheating or, or home wrecking or whatever the fuck it is, you know. Um, and you got it, you know. I, I think for everyone with your kink or whatever you got going on, you got to find the balance you want in your life with that. Uh, that's really what it is. Balance. That's yeah. that's cute. That's a neat concept. <laughs> Okay. Here's what's ironic about all of this. Mm. They're calling me for advice. <laughs> what the fuck are well, they doing? Well, they're looking for someone who might be morally flexible but to I'm give bummed. them input. Oh, God. Roll credits. <laughs> no, here, here 
the thing is, is I know that they reach out to me because I walk the straight and narrow and, Mm. but here's the thing. I I'm living vicariously through them. So I'm going (laughs) to give them the worst (laughs) advice possible. No, no, you should totally, you know, you want, yeah, you should, you know, you're going to do it. I I don't know why you're talking to me. You've made up your mind already. You're just looking for validation for your, your decision. And, I'm going to go with do the worst thing you possibly can. Have fun, live life, drink Pepsi, okay? <laughs> and make sure you take photos and, t- and and call me and tell me about it the next day, please. I need the photos. I need. I, I mean, for research per Fuck. Send me pics. So, Michael, what's your thing? Oh, fuck. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, follow, <laughs> follow that, motherfucker. Come on. All right. Let's see if I can do that. Let's I'm, see. I'm bored. All right. There are a lot of intense traditions still practiced around the world, from scarification to lip plating. But if you wanted to throw traditions on the pain index, by far the most extreme would have to be the bullet ant glove of a tribe in Brazil. What the fuck are you talking so you, about? So you know what bullet ants right? are, right? I, I honestly don't. You don't? Okay, no. so bullet ants are a type of ant that lives in uh, certain parts of South America, Brazil, uh, uh, in particular, but uh, they are rated as the high, uh, they have the highest rated pain uh, for their sting on the Schmidt pain index. Basically, it rates like bee sting, spider bites, all sorts of painful shit. Yeah, yeah. Schmidt, Schmidt knew pain. He yes. knew pain. Yes, he did. Uh, so this is, you know, top, top rung there, right? So um, the Satere Maue people of Brazil have a coming of age ritual where they make special gloves, which is like a mitten. Kind of thing, uh, where oh, they make mittens. They make mittens, That's and they, so sweet. they just put a few hundred live bullet ants inside the mittens. Not so sweet. And then they have uh, boys starting at the age of twelve uh, for their coming of age ceremony. Will stick their ar- uh, bare arms in the gloves and have to keep them in there for ten minutes and dance around to a ritual song. And this is why I don't live in Brazil. (laughs) By the time the ride is complete, the uh, boy's arms are often paralyzed from the venom and the pain will linger for days. So, Okay, so this is, despite the fact that they're being stung by this many ants, Mm. it's not lethal? No, it's a, so the bullet ant is a very local effect. It's not like it's a very venomous oh, or po- okay. poisonous so, so, effect. So it's, it's a neurotoxin of a sort uh, where it's going to uh, cause, God, I forget what the word is for it. Uh, it caused local dam- uh, local Lo- nerve damage. Localized kind of paralysis. Yeah. There you go. Lo- there yeah, you paralysis. go. Yes. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So, uh, so... That ritual become a real man in the tribe. Uh, you has to be performed twenty times. Fuck that. Yeah, usually over a few months, but uh, you know, some cases they've done it over a few years, but usually over just a few months, they'll do that. Um, the message of the ceremony, according to a Smithsonian interview with the tribal chief, uh, is to show men that life lived without suffering anything or without any kind of effort isn't worth living at all. Are they Catholic? Uh, it sounds like it to me. Kind of, sort of. (laughs) That's what I got from that. But, uh, yeah, no, that's a, that's a fun little ceremony that I, that I learned about and I thought I'd share it with you and it's still going on today. I, I, 
there's nothing better than looking in your children's eyes and with the hope and with the, you know, seeing the future is, you know, wide open for them and going, life is paid. Fucking deal with it. <laughs> We're going to, we got some hands. We got some hands for you. We're going to have you put your mom and dance around for us. That's, that's crazy, right? I mean, far be it for me to call anyone's traditions or any beliefs right, right, crazy. And, and that's but, the thing. Yeah. But when, if I had, you know, I, I'd like to prepare my kids for life and all that. I don't believe that putting them in the most agonizing pain they could come up with that's not lethal is something I'd ever do to my 12-year-old child. Did you learn that from therapy or watching TV? Uh, the bullet ant thing? Or, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. That, that's not good for kids. Oh, uh, I think I learned that uh, from Mr. Rogers. Uh, and No, he did a whole show about bullet ants yeah. and how it's bad. I, you're right. I, if that's their tradition, that's their tradition. I, I'm in agreement with you and most of Western medicine in that, uh, traumatizing your children is not a great way to teach them yes. something. Right. Yeah. Not, not a, not a great idea. Yeah. But I'll try it. <laughs> oh, I feel, I feel, I'm scared. I, I feel, I feel bad for your son. Oh, not him. I'd, I'd do it, but I'd, I'd try it myself. Wait, wait, just you're, once. You're a man already. You're good. I, it's not about that. It's just about that fucking. It's a thing out there that people do. You know what I mean? Sorry, it's a thing. <laughs> oh, fucking brilliant! <laughs> uh, I haven't done enough of that lately. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. God, I don't even know how to to really articulate mm. how bizarre that is. It's different, it, right? It, it's really different. Yeah, it's really different. Well, yeah. And yeah. I mean, the di- throughout the world, the different you know coming of age ceremonies that we have. Yeah, some people have bar mitzvahs. Some people have quinceañeras. There's all sorts of things out there, right? right? And some people put fucking gloves on full of poisonous ants. Yes. I'm going to go with the bar mitzvah. <laughs> I like the Quintanilla personally. There's more, more beer there. There's no slicing going on either. No. Yeah. No, okay. Never not. mind. I'll, I'll go with the Quintanilla. Yeah. I'll go with... You're a, you're a little lady. Uh, how, how far away is she from that? Four years. And then she's a woman. And she's a woman. And then you sell her off. That's the plan. Whatever dowry. I'm hoping I can get a couple goats. Wait, wait, wait. No, isn't it the 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 the, the daughter's family that pays the dowry? I forget. And I uh, think it, it is in Hispanic culture. It's, oh, oh, okay. I, I'm going. It's different in different cultures. Okay, so that's why I, you got to be I, careful. I'm of. going. I'm going biblical. Yes. Yeah. So you really, Yeah. It's it's different in different places. I forget. Wow. So yeah. it, do you think that her quinceanera is going to be like off the chain? You know, I've thought about it, and if it's going to be, I need to start saving now because I've been to a few of my wife's family's quinceaneras, and holy shit, they pull out all this fucking stuff. It's like a fucking wedding. It's intense. Yeah, holy shit, it's insane. I've I've been to a few over the years outside of my wife's family, and a couple kind of small ones are just like it's like a even small ones a giant birthday party where it goes until the next day. Um, but, uh, but the ones, uh, like, uh, we just went down to one out of, uh, Sacramento and my wife's family here like a year or so ago. And 
I could not believe how much money they spent on that thing. They had to have spent on that thing. The amount of people there, holy shit! It's a big deal. Yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. But in, 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 the, Hisp- it, in the Hispanic culture, they dump a fuck ton of money into mm-hmm. quinceañeras, and like I said, it, it's like paying for a full wedding reception. Oh yeah, type situation. I, I've been to a couple where I'm just sitting there going, "Are we fuck? Is this a birthday party yep. or a fucking keg or what is happening exactly. here?" Exactly. There's so much alcohol. There. Oh it's my amazing. god. Oh my. God. Well, yeah. I'm. I know I'm getting way off topic here, but uh, I believe in my heart mm. that. Alcohol is okay at a kid's birthday party. I absolutely agree okay, with this. Okay, thank you. Yes. I'm, got, I'm glad. Yes. I'm glad. So, uh, uh, and proof of this is now all of the kids' play places around town are st- now having bars in them, which is fucking amazing. It's, it, it, it is great. Yes. I, I, we w- you do that thing, and you're coming to that age. Most of your friends have kids now, right? No. Okay. <laughs> so, most of your friends are getting married right now, right? Where, where how old are you again? I ask this every episode. 30, 31. Okay, so you're 31. 31. So you should on our, on your itinerary right now should be a, a night kind of a cross mix between weddings and baby showers. Are you in that in that ballpark? I don't have any friends, Josh. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> so that's where we were at that point yeah. in time. It was a lot of a lot of weddings, a lot of a lot of a lot of baby showers, and and some birthdays here and there. But mm. the best one I ever birthday I ever went to. It was uh, this nice couple that had their kid, I think, was turning two. Mm. And we get to their house. They have a full Bloody Mary mimosa bar nice. with the bagels and the cream cheese and the locks <laughs> and all the, the stuff. Because they knew, they knew that going to these things suck. Yeah. This sucks. Fucking terrible. It's horrible. Yep. I fucking hate kids' birthday parties. They're fucking terrible. They're the worst. So I always, when, when we do a birthday parties for our kids, I always mm. keep the parents in mind. The kids, yes. you throw a fucking knife in the middle of the room, and they're going to have fun and play Seriously, with that. Seriously, they're, they're good with that. Yeah. They're, they're good with that. But the parents are the ones that need to be entertained. That's right. Make it worth their while. Have, have beer, wine, whatever mm-hmm. the hell else is out there. If it's folks you really know and trust... Put the hard alcohol out there. Look, let, if, let, let's have fun. If you're an adult and you're not drinking at a kid's birthday party, even at least just a beer, you're a fucking sociopath. <laughs> I, I don't know how many I've been to where it's a fucking dry party. And I'm just like, why, why are you do? Are you mad at me? Why, why it, did you do this? Right? Are you trying to torture us? It's crazy to me. It's, it's insane. At some point, we'll get to the topic of uh, kids opening their presents at the party versus they should do it later on. They should do it later on. They should. Oh, my 100%. God. 100%. I didn't know that was a thing until I saw it. <laughs> I, I, It changed my life. Dude. The, I I don't. It, it's it's like taking a slab of beef and shaking it in front of a fucking lion when when you're opening <laughs> when you're opening the presents yes, there with all the kids is. there. What 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 do you what are we trying to accomplish you know, we're here? We're telling all these kids, hey, see that really cool toy? You don't get to touch it. <laughs> exactly. You don't get to play with it. Oh, you like that? Oh, you like that? No, fuck you. You can't touch it. Go to hell. Yep. Once we learned that it was a thing, we were like, yep, that's that's exactly how we're gonna live yeah. life. No, we don't. We we never ever open presents at mm. the party who wants to sit through that no one wants to sit nobody through that. does no, no, yeah nobody does so 
All right, we've really gone off the path here. <laughs> what were here. we talking about? I don't remember, and I don't <laughs> care, but it was a good time had by everybody. So we're going to take another break, and we'll be right back. And we are back. Well, Mike, I think I finally drank myself to death. Mm. I'm having chest pain. <laughs> I don't know well, what it means, but it's probably fine. That's that's what I usually say whenever I have something. <laughs> Everything's fine. It's just, all right. Just just rub some dirt on it. That's You'll be right. Okay. Yeah. No, I think I have heartburn. I think that's mm. the problem. However, whiskey, delicious. Yes. It very good. Finally got on top of me. Yes. All right. Well, what's left? Kids Corner? Yeah, there you go. Daddy, I don't like Star Wars. Avengers are boring. Welcome to the Kids Corner. Well, we decided to finish off the trilogy this week. Descendants 3. Yes. That's right. Because 1 and 2 wasn't hard enough. 3 is even better. Descendants 3 die harder. That's right. Live free or descendants hard. That was a horrible joke. Uh, released in 2019, rated TVG. Uh, runtime, one hour, 46 minutes. Synopsis, the teenagers of Disney's most infamous villains returned to the Isle of the Lost to recruit a new batch of villainous offspring to join them at Oridon Prep. Cast. We all know who's in this, right? Right. We yes. got a little, little Dove Cameron as Mal. Mm. The late Cameron Boyce as Carlos, mm. Sophia Carson, hey sweetie, as Evie, <laughs> Boo Boo Stewart as Jay, fucking worst. Boo name. Boo Boo Boo. Uh, Mitchell Hope as Ben, Sarah Jeffrey as Audrey, Brenna Diamico as Jane, Melanie Paxson as the Fairy Godmother, Thomas Doherty as Harry Hook, Dylan Playfair as Gil, Zachary Gibson as Duke. Dig. Jedediah Goodacres, Chad Charming, Anna Cathcart is Dizzy Tremaine, uh, Dan Payne is The Beast, Bobby Moynihan is the voice of Dude the Dog, uh, Keegan Connor Tracy is Belle, Cheyenne Jackson is Hades, and China Ann McLean is Uma. Uh, written by Josanne McGibbon and Sarah Perriott, directed by Kenny Ortega, who is Brought us through this entire trilogy. He has. Kenny, Kenny is the best. He saw it through. Remind me to tag him on Instagram. Just yes. so I can say, hey, Kenny, we dug your shit. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Critic score 78. Audience score 67. This, to me, story-wise, mm. is the best one of the trilogy. Yes. The songs are not the best. As I said, when we did two, mm. two has the best music in it, in my opinion. Okay. So with that in mind, though, I give it a four out of five. Right on. Michael? Uh, I think that uh, I agree with you on the story. This one had the mo- actually most captivating story that they've had in it, most involved story with a clear plot and everything. I love the music. I think the music in this one's better than the other. Movies. I'm not saying I hate it. Now, yeah. I, there, there, there are some very catchy songs yeah. in this. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, it, go ahead. In my yeah. opinion, this is a step above everything they've done so far. I give it a four out of five as well. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. We're in agreement. Oh, Jesus Descend- Christ. We're part of Descendants 3. We're, yes. we're, we're in we're sync tonight. We're just in tonight. sync this week. This wow. is weird. Wow. 
All right. Well, uh, you know, it starts out as it, it, all of these do. We uh, meanwhile back on Alcatraz, or mm. I'm I'm sorry, the Island of the Lost, Isle of the <laughs> Lost. I I just call it Alcatraz at this point. We start out with an exciting song because hey, it's Liberation Day. Yes, for four kids. For kids, we're gonna four. liberate. Certain kids, four, four kids, four total, yes, four, four, four kids. kids. Four, four so kids. I don't understand why the fuck these kids are all happy and excited. Well, this is that, that just speaks to the depravity of the situation. <laughs> Shit on the aisle ain't great. There's some problems. <laughs> people are like, oh my God, four kids are going to get to go to the rich people's place. Yes. That, I feel like there's some war crimes occurring on this yes. aisle at, the, at this point. Um, but at least they got a stupid dance number out of it. They did. I mean, yes, they did. Yay! I mean, Hell that makes yes. worth everything. Uh, one of the lyrics that uh, kind of threw me off: "Wave your V's up high." Yeah, wave your V's up high. That's a d- just d- fucking throw them out there. Be <laughs> proud of them. Flash those beavers. I just feel like that anytime you know the the people from Oradon go to the island. There's enough numbers where an armed revolt could occur. Oh, I mean, easily it's brooms and some like, sh- shovels. Well, well, they don't have magic, Josh. Well, they got fucking shit to throw at them. <laughs> they got a shank, I'm sure. Let's fucking kill these people and rip rip the fucking remote control out of their hand for the island. It's really talking shit about all the evil villains. Saying, basically saying, yeah, if they didn't have their magic, they wouldn't be shit. Well, Cruella DeVille never had fucking magic. No, she didn't. Fuck it, you know, Jesus Christ, give them some credit here. Right. So, uh, Dizzy gets picked. Shock. Weird. They set that up in the last film. I thought they actually did it in the last film. <laughs> no, no. They, she just told her, hey, someday you'll get to come over. Oh, that's We'll right. get you first. <laughs> so at that point, the kids had to know, everybody on the island had to know, only three of us are getting to go because we know this little bitch is going to get to go first. That's right. God, right? Dizzy. <laughs> I w- you know what would have been funny? Uh, so Shmi you know captain yes. hook shmi i know shmi the twins get taken how funny would it have been if they only took one of them oh <laughs> shit that would have been brilliant <laughs> shut up your brother gets to fucking go <laughs> he's better than you <laughs> <laughs> they should have done that we got this scene where Mal has got her binoculars or whatever the fuck, and she says, <laughs> we know she's looking for Uma, but she says this line, not a tentacle in sight. And I'm sitting yes. there going, are you looking for high and tie porn? What's, that's that's what, exactly what, what Mal. She's, she's like, yeah, I want some tentacles over here. Mal, this place is too clean. That's right. I need a little kink in my life. That's right. <laughs> um, Doug apparently needed some kink because he grew a ponytail. He did. Did. Why, Doug? Why? I don't have an answer for that. I can, I can, I can tell you why. So the the actor who plays Doug, yes, I happened to come across an Instagram photo of him. Don't ask me how. Um, Doug likes horses a lot. Oh, and there's this shot of him shirtless with the the, the hair untied, doing his best Fabio impression. <laughs> 
<laughs> he looks ridiculous. Oh, that, that yeah, he would look ridiculous. But, but apparently, whatever he wrote into his contract stated that he had to have his ponytail. Right. <laughs> right. Hey, we get Audrey back. Yes, we, we, we do. missed her in the second film, and she is extra bitchy She's right away. Extra bitch in this one. Yes. Um, I love that when Ben proposes to Mal, that Audrey's no. Doesn't distract everybody. There, there wasn't even like a pause where everybody just kind of looked over it and went, "What the fuck, bitch?" No, nothing. No reaction. No one what, said what, shit to no. her. No one's like, "Look, you need to chill the fuck out. And just be happy for other people. Stop being a fucking self-absorbed cunt." No, none of that. None of the, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so I love the fact that Audrey's grandmother. Um, basically calls her granddaughter a piece of shit no because shit. Ben didn't propose to her. Yeah. Um, I think the real villain of this movie is Grandma. She absolutely was. She's the worst. She showed her colors, and I think the first one, right towards the end of the first one, I think it was. Well, no, she was a bitch to the 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 Malin crew. Yeah. Yeah. In, in yeah. the first, that was very the first much one, so, yes. very much so. And then then this one, she d- doubled the fuck down. Holy shit! She's like, you fucking piece of garbage you don't deserve to have our name your mother if she were alive would be ashamed lifetime a lifetime of planning and blah. It's yeah. like damn your bitch. mother could pick up a prince in her sleep because <laughs> mommy was better at oral than i am okay <laughs> fuck you bitch daddy was a fucking rapist do you not hear what you just said <laughs> Let's be real here. He came up on mommy while she was drugged. Okay. <laughs> Look here. By the way, Audrey's mom is Sleeping Beauty, but we won't get into that. Um, I was kind of hoping for a cat fight between Mel and Audrey at the yeah. ceremony. Oh, yeah. I feel like that would have been, been, or at least somebody getting punched in the tit. I think that would have been. <laughs> Just walk oh! up, give her a nice right hook right oh! to the <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> So evil. They're so evil. Oh. Um, I w- one of the most distracting aspects of these movies are the extras. The background extras mm. are the worst. Yes. Over exaggerated facial expressions, yep. odd body movements. It's funny because it's been a theme throughout all three movies. All of them, yes. Yep. There's either like uh, in the first one when they did the uh, "Bad to the Core" song. And then, like, they're ending it. And they're doing the whole choreography in the street. And there's all these people just kind of standing on the side of the street, not doing anything, and just kind of, like, staring at them. They don't know what to do. It was so weird. It just felt, ah, it felt ter- terrible. And this one, yeah, with the, the everyone just like, oh, my God. And all these just really over-the-top bullshit fucking yeah, the, faces. The, the, and their hand movements, everything about it was just because, like, at the proposal, they're a little too excited for yes. a proposal. Especially I mean, when you're talking about two kids who just turned fucking 18. Right, right. It's, it's oh. Yes, let's slow down here, guys. Well, you're not going to get to be king or queen of Oradon. Why are you so happy right now? This makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> we get introduced to Hades. Fuck yes, we do. Hades rules. Fucking love Hades. I love Hades. Hades. Uh, Dragon Mal got uh, pimp slapped. Yes, she did. She did. She also is getting really good at turning into the dragon. She, she figured is. that out. She has cool power. Cool power. Yeah. Except she, she got... watched. She watched Mortal Kombat uh, Annihilation. She did. And she figured did. it out. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, I uh, I have to. I'm always questioning whenever these big. 
horrible, violent events come up. Um, does Orda not have an army or a police like, force? They don't have any sort of thing like that. They got they got like eighteen news stations though. They got a lot of um, a lot of leather. Yes, which look like uniforms, but aren't really. They look like a a a biker gang from I don't know. Can't think of joke right now, but mm. it, it just that. Varsity jacket. Look. It's like the before shot from Mad Max type oh, situation. Here's here's yes. before when everything was fine. Before and then, the blast. Yes, before the blast type thing. Mm. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> Audrey finally loses her shit, and we get a very good song. I I yes, love the Queen. That of was Maine. really good. That's a that's a great song. That's yes. a really good song. She she the pipes are good. Mm-hmm. It's a very well written song. Very entertaining. I just want to know why isn't there better security at the museum? You basically have a building full of weapons yeah. of mass destruction. It, exactly. And you've got the same guard there who's fallen asleep in two movies now. <laughs> why hasn't this guy been fired? And why haven't we upgraded security at this point? Yeah, or put protection spells over it or something like. Something. 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 Yeah. But in in light of what Hades attempted breakout, now we're shutting down the exchange program like immediately. We're just Mm. shutting it down. No one gets to get out. And everybody's worried like, oh, Maleficent, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Maleficent's a fucking lizard. She's a little gecko. Hades has no power outside of the dome mm-hmm. um i don't understand what the threat is at this point there was no real threat at that point there there yeah. isn't I, I i don't understand it and and honestly why is it mal's job to protect everybody and it's not again i'm going to go back to why do they not have an army or a, a police force <laughs> of some kind yeah some <laughs> so, somehow it's on mal for yep. to do everything no, no defense director or anything like no, that. No, nothing, nothing. Up. It's it's just, hey, she's a dragon. She's in charge. That's right. Okay. Hey. She, yeah. By the way, uh, Evie, still hot. Mm. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Still hot. She's over 18. Fuck you all. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I really don't. Uh, Sarah Jeffrey, who plays uh, Audrey, her uh, fake laugh is really distracting. I don't yeah. know if you you noticed that or not. No, I, I'm with you on that. She really was trying to to OD, overdo it big yeah. time. In the Jim Carrey school of overacting. Um, did you think D- Dove Cameron was still hot, even though she got turned into an old lady? Yeah, I did. I was on the fence. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the fence. I'm all in on that. Were you all in oh, on yeah. that? I love, okay. the, I love the deep wrinkles. Fair, fair, fair enough. I love it. Hunchback. Right. I love that they revisit the uh, shitty motor scooter bikes and go for the CG. Did you notice that she remembered a spell without the book? She did. She did. I'm so proud. She did. It blew my mind. I was like, oh, God, thank the Lord. Way to go, Mal. She remembered a spell, even though she threw the book away. You're the best. Um, Another question I have um, why hasn't Chad been expelled? Chad Charming been expelled piece of shit or or straight up murdered (laughs) straight up murdered would be the question because I would like to see a a beheading I mean we're Mm. we're, we're kind of a medieval theme here despite the fact that they all have cell phones yes but um, would I be wrong in celebrating Chad being massacred no he does a great job of being a Chad he is a Chad he He is 100% a Chad Audrey 
in her rage, she has her power now. She's got Malef- Maleficent's staff and all these other things. So what does mm. she do with it? She decides to become Bill Cosby. Yes, she sings. Uh, she sings Marilyn Monroe's "Happy Birthday, Mr. President," and fucking roofies everybody. Everybody, they they all go down. Cheyenne Jackson as uh, Hades, great performance. Holy shit! I really like him very much. I've seen him uh, in some Broadway shows. Mm-hmm. He's a, an excellent I performer. Fucking love him. Yeah, he's yes. he's great. It's unfortunate they saddled him with kind of a shitty song. I still like that. Did song. you like that? I love that song. I I thought the fucking the doo wop like with the what's her name popping out and doing the doo wop part. I thought that was hilarious. Okay. And uh, I don't know. I thought it gave it. I like the energy of it. I like the kind of rock and roll Hades kind of uh, angle they were going okay. at, and the fact that he overacted with it, like the whole like where he's like, "Let's dance," and he grabs the tambourine. I and see. Just, that's the part oh, I hated. I fucking died. I thought that was so fucking funny. I lost my shit. I was rolling on the floor okay. laughing. Okay. <laughs> like, right. This is fucking ridiculous. No, I again, yeah. I like him a yes. lot, and he's a good. He's a great performer. Yes. I mean, if you if you ever have a chance to go on YouTube, look at some of his Broadway mm-hmm. stuff. The guy the guy is is really he's got, he's got really chops good. too. Man, he's, he's got good. chops. Audrey ends up with confronting Ben, and I don't know if you interpreted it this way, but it seems like that Audrey basically implied to Ben, if you fuck me, I'll let everybody go. Yeah, that's what she is said. That, is that what you yes, picked up on this? Absolutely. Okay, because that's kind of where, where I was. All right, good. We're on the yes. same page. We're, <laughs> we really, we're on the same page tonight, that's buddy. That's right. Knuckles. <laughs> right on. It's wonderful. Harry and Gil come back. Right, yes. Harry, Harry Hook and Gil Gaston's yes. kid. I fucking love Harry Hook. Yeah, and they and they <laughs> seem to they brought the eyeliner with them again. They did. It was very important that everybody have eyeliner. Had to be super heavy, especially on Harry Hook. Harry Hook had to have the eyeliner. Yes, I think he was still banging Dove Cameron at that point. Mm. If if the timeline matches up, I'm not sure. All I know is I I wish they would have just knocked Uma out and taken the fucking stone from her. Seems like it would have been easy enough. I I feel like. There's enough of them. It it was just her holding the rock over her head going, come get it, come get it. (laughs) Well, power blaster in the tit and just take take the fucking thing from her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Here's a logistical issue that I ran into. Um, Their bikes were stolen, right? Yes. How do they get back to Oradon? I don't remember. They don't. They never touch, no, talked they about don't. it. One they don't. They just all of a sudden they were in Oradon. One minute they're on the aisle, the next minute they're back on Oradon. They must swim really fast. No oh, shit. Really, really fast. Hmm. But we end up with uh, the Night's End song, which I love that one yes. when they're in the arm, the room with all the suits of armor. Yes, that was well choreographed. That, that was a good one. That was good. That was really that, good. That was really good. The fight choreography, not good. No, the but dance it was, choreography, okay. Well, and that was it. It was it was a dance. You had to just kind of let it be. That's what it was. But that's a badass song. That was cool. It's really good. Yes. I, I enjoy it. I do mm. enjoy it. Um, did you get the impression that something was going on between Jay and Gil? A little bit, right? yeah. Absolutely, they, I did, especially they, even at the end. They were really yeah. excited about traveling together. Yes, they were. No, that's what. That's exactly what I got. I was like, oh, that's that's nice. Because we remember Jay uh, in the last film uh, seemed to be like he was going to hook up with Lonnie, mm-hmm. Mulan's Mulan's daughter. daughter. Yeah. 
who was absent from this film. She was. Yes. And I did, since she played a huge role in the last I, film. It's really odd. That I'm sure it was a scheduling conflict or mm. something, but she was missed. Um, so the song with Evie and Doug, One Kiss. Oh, yes. Number one, I still have a hard time believing that Evie would ever go for Ponytail Doug. Yeah. Um, I don't buy it. The other thing, um, I kind of felt like Evie was doing like a strip tease. She was. I, both the wife and I are kind of looking at each other. and We've watched this movie many times. And uh-huh. for some reason on the, on this viewing, we're just like, Jesus. She's, she's getting on him. She's she getting was a little. Oh, yeah. There was a little. Pulling him up by his tie or uh-huh. whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. little little weird. A little weird. Mm. And, of course, they kiss. And, you know, that's the one kiss limit for uh, for Disney. That's right. No pun intended <laughs> with the song or anything. Uh, Beast looked like shit. Uh, did you notice his tail looked like one of those tail butt plugs? I didn't even notice he had a tail. He had a tail. Uh, it looked like literally, like, you know, those furry butt plugs that those people use? That's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> it was sticking out of there, and it was just like that perfect fox tail shape. And I was just like, hey, he has a butt plug. That's a butt plug. I just wanted... The scene where Carlos is trying to calm him down. Yeah. I just wanted to see him go pull the little thing out of his hand and then Beast just fucking maul him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we lost Carlos. What happened? Uh, It's all right. Don't worry worry about it. We don't need to put that on Ben's conscious. But uh, Ben ended up with a man beard. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. The spell Mm. was broken and Mal was very moist. At that point, she was she, stoked she got on a little, that. She got a so little excited. I did make a note uh, that uh, she reacts to uh, his beard the same way my wife reacts to mine. Oh my! At least in my mind, she likes it. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> she's that tepid about it. That's great. That's great. Speaking of Chad dying, why couldn't have been just eat him when he was in beast form? That would have been satisfying. That would have as been well. great. That would have been wonderful. I just don't we'll just get it. Just eviscerate him. I, <laughs> PG I, movie. <laughs> don't you wish we could make R-rated versions of this? Yes. If I knew anything about animation, I would be all over that. Dude, if you can make an R-rated version of this with the class warfare, the overtone that's oh in every single one God. of these, you know how amazing you could make these. Th- these would be great. Oh. I, I think we would be able to print money at that point. Yes. Yes, all the sir. Par- all the parents going, I want Violent Disney. That's right. Violent Sexy Disney. Sexy Disney. Uh... Come on, Evie. <laughs> want to be in my movie? <laughs> I'm a little irritated with Jane in this movie. Mm. Jane was smart enough at least to jump into the magical lake to yes. avoid getting Cosby'd. What I had an issue with is that all of these crazy things are going on and they you know they need help and everything and she runs up to the museum fairy godmother's turned to stone mm-hmm. and she decides to have a conversation that with her weird. right then and there that was super weird i, I don't i don't get it it, do, it doesn't mm. make any sense and, and again as i stated they have a bunch of weapons of mass destruction sitting in mm-hmm. there so why why are we not doing that 
we end up at the second act where, of course, we had to create some type of conflict where Mal lied to Uma or about s- bringing all the kids stuff back and, and things, and because we can't have them together, yes, for the beginning of the third act, because that and we're never going to actually work. resolve that before they get back together, but we'll just horn it in. No there, alliances so. have been shattered, sir. Damage has been done, <laughs> and oh no, the little blue piece of kryptonite got wet and apparently that's a thing Mm. and somehow ruins stuff and then evie gives her oscar moment speech yes (laughs) the content despite the fact that i've watched this a dozen times Mm. can't remember to save my life and don't really care uh once upon a time was a good song yes yes that was good when she saw her friends got stoned without her yes it's a very, so, it, it reminded me of Wicked. It was a very Wicked-esque yes, in structures for yes, a song was. Yeah. Um, I, d- I did have a question for you on this. Sure. So all of her friends have been turned to stone. Yeah. Uh, or they are stoned. Uh, <laughs> do you think this is a metaphor for peer pressure? <laughs> you know, those kids don't have an impure thought in their mind. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, I, I think we're stretching just oh, a little okay. bit. I just wanted to check. I mean, we, we stretch here, but, you know. Is that, that a little far? We, we, don't need, we don't need life lessons out of this. <laughs> Fuck, it's a Disney movie. I don't look for life lessons in any of that. <laughs> you, you better not. <laughs> I, I love that during Once Upon a Time, there are flashbacks. Yes. But then there's flashbacks to the exact so, movie that we're watching. Is yes. this is this really happening? Well, and to the moment that just happened do, 30 seconds ago. Do kids have this short of an attention span? It's possible. That is very possible. Yeah, at first I thought it was lazy filmmaking, but then I thought, Jesus Christ, some of these kids, they probably don't remember what the hell happened at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. They're doing a public service. That's horrifying. Uh, Mal uh, and uh, Audrey end up fighting. That was some uh, straight out of D&D shit. Or at yes. least the visual effects were out of my closet. Um, <laughs> it looked god awful. You know, it's funny because you could tell they had put a little more money into this movie, but then it came to the CG dragon. And it's like, no, nah, they just kept the same bullshit they've been doing. Well, I think Dove Cameron and Sophia Carson and uh, Cameron Boyce at that point, they were probably expensive to get. That's so, true. Yes, because yeah. this, this is round three. Mm. And yeah, they, they probably had some money. We end up with a weird situation where we had this conflict between Uma and Mal. Yes, and, this is what I'm talking and about. And yet... When the big fight starts, all of a sudden... Uma's on her side. Right. Oh, we got this, Mal. How was that earned? It wasn't earned. There, there was just, nothing was, that set that up. They, they use that to, that to split them up, and so they're separate, like you said, and then they reunite for no fucking reason. There was no reason. She just said, well, we'll let her die. Fuck her. And then she turns around and is like, oh, no, we have to save her. I... Do you think maybe there was a deleted scene? You know what? You're right. It was the one where Mal and, and Uma finally confessed their feelings to each other. Yes. Because there's something still going on there. I think so. I, I, know, I know Mal and Evie have already hooked up. I, I know this. Yeah. But uh, there, there's something going on uh, between her and, and Uma. Mm. Um, Mal, Mal straight up put... Uh, Audrey in a coma, dude. Oh, dude. No, I thought she murdered her. They had their Voldemort Harry Potter moment where their right? magic connects there. And Avada Kedavra fucking uh, Audrey's laying dead on the top of the tower. 
Or, uh, and I'm thinking roll credits at that point. Yeah. It's done. Bitch is dead. Mm-hmm. Ding dong. And then uh, they bring in uh, Hades. Right. And I'm going to get to that in okay. a second. So we noticed the kids from the aisle like have never had sugar, apparently, right? Yes. Okay. Almost every scene I see them in, once they get to the aisle, they're eating sugar of some kind. Mm. These kids are going to have diabetes in like six fucking months. Yes, Flat. Are. I swear to fucking God. Their bodies have never had to produce so much <laughs> insulin before. Pancreases don't why, know what to do. Why do all these kids that are coming from the island dying? Well, they're all eating cake for breakfast, lunch, we and dinner. They had to dinner. cut Carlos's feet off. <laughs> That's that's why, that's why he's not in the movie. <laughs> Holy shit! That's why he won't. Or I'm sorry. That's why he won't be in the next one. Oh no! <laughs> Too soon. Oh. <laughs> uh, so oh. they do end up going to get Hades, like like you mentioned. Um, they send the guards yes. to get Hades. Where the Hades. fuck did they come Where from? Where have they been this entire <laughs> film? What what y'all doing? You 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 sitting around in the break room having donuts? Mm-hmm. I, I what what's oh they probably are because they're from the aisle. That's right. Because only kids from the aisle can work in security. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they all have diabetes. <laughs> so <laughs> then Hades come. They bring Hades in, and he's go, goes out there and just speaks a bunch of truths. Just 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 calls out the double standard. Straight up spits true. I have that right yep. in my notes here. Hades spitting truth. That's fucking right. He does, and then he goes, "Okay, but I'll I'll do it anyways." <laughs> I imagine a scenario where he agrees to help, but he's going to do his mojo and everything, and then and he murders everybody. No, murders grandma. <gasps> Just blows her fucking head straight oh. off and go. Yep, you're cured. There you go. You won't have any problems going forward now. That'd be amazing. Mima goes oh, down. That would have earned a fifth star for me. That would have. Right there. Yes. But Audrey and, and Mal make up and Ben sitting there going, threesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's yeah. That's exactly what he's sitting there oh, thinking. Yeah. He's uh-huh. like, I know she's into it. I can probably convince God. her to get into it. We, we know Audrey will do fucking anything for him. <laughs> and, and Mal, he could just make some threats about sending her back to the aisle mm-hmm. or something. It, no, he 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 could guilt her into doing it. It it, it would happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do they do with the magic blue kryptonite rock? Where do they take it, Mike? Uh, the to the uh, the place where they put all the magical. Things, oh, you Josh. mean that that place where anybody can get into? Yeah, and look, they have a guard that has the, failed only the, twice. Only twice, because <laughs> he wasn't in the second one, and nobody broke in there. But yes, they take the the very dangerous can reanimate the dead magic rock uh, back to the museum that Which, anybody can break into. Apparently. Mm. <laughs> it's a good place for Hades testicle which is what I think it is I think that's his left nut <laughs> so it gives him his power his fire so we're going to take another logic jump here <laughs> hang on at the point Hades attempts to break out right and mm. we decide we're going to cut off all contact from the island mm. then we get to the end of the film and now we're just going to open the fucking floodgates without a conversation Look, of any kind. It, you can't have a middle ground here. You just got to go full bore one way or the other, apparently. 
<laughs> so let's just blow this shit open, yep. right? Let let's everybody just let everybody in. out. Fuck it. Now we're four at a time, eight at a time. Now fuck that. You're yep. all free. Dance, dance, yep. monkeys, dance. We're not going to talk about prison terms or anything like that for the fucking people who were, you know, committed genocide the, the or anything legit- like that. The legitimately evil <laughs> yes. villains that, that are there. No, 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 no. Everybody's paroled. Have, yep. a, have a good time. Hades comes walking down, you know. Hey, Ben. Hey, what's up, Hades? Hey, you fucked my daughter yet? Um, I'm sorry, what? And Hades just rips his fucking heart out. <laughs> I, that that would have been that would have been a great moment in in the whole thing. Yes. Why why did that not happen? I think Hades has gotten a little soft. You know what I mean? Yes. I, what the fuck? Where's the, where's the where's the bloodlust? <sighs> where's the James Woods fire? Oh my God, James Woods is Hades. <laughs> good stuff it was good stuff it was good stuff it was good stuff we did get some good news yes out of the ending of this uh it would appear jay and gill did live happily ever after yes they they, they seemed they went off to adventure they together. were he- they were heading down the road together yes and we're gonna have fun and god bless them yeah because they deserve it they do jay jay worked very hard and 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 Gil has no idea what the fuck is going on he has at, no idea where he is at any, any point in time it is so funny watching uh, Dylan Playfair in these movies because on Letterkenny he plays almost the same <laughs> yeah. character. He just has some better lines. Yeah. But 100%. All right. So, winter is coming. <laughs> the floodgates have come, have opened. All of the villains are loose, mm. but they haven't forgotten. Oh, no, they haven't forgotten mm. that they were on Alcatraz, deprived of everything, it <laughs> the would last appear, 30 fucking for, years. for fucking ever. So a cabal forms, right? Ooh. You've got Captain Hook, Genghis Khan, Maleficent, the Evil Queen, Jafar, Cruella, Ursula, Scar, mm. Gaston, Yzma from Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> oh, Yzma. You got, I, I love that movie. You got all of them coming together. So they plant themselves in places where, you know, they're within the, the circle of trust with, with King Ben there and all mm. these other things. And they wait and they wait patiently. They wait for years. They plan. They plan the takeover. And then one day, all hell breaks loose. And everybody in Oradon's murdered. I like it. Yes. Oh, you were talking about like a Dune style fucking invasion. Oh, total just destruction. To, total just death. destruction, death left and right. Uh, because God damn it, you locked us up on this fucking island with no ice cream or cable or internet or anything yeah, else. That was fucked up. They didn't just lock them on an island. They completely yeah. fucked them. With with no supplies whatsoever. Jesus Christ. Do you know how many people they had to eat while they were no on the island? They'd eat every third kid. Exactly. Yeah, there was a lot going on. There was up, no, man. There was no fish in there. No. Because there well, was a there was a shield, right? Yeah, there was a shield. But, but Uma, they did show them catch fish at one point. Did they? Yes, in the second one. I didn't see a fish. Mm. Yeah, they, they had boats. They had boats even though they couldn't go anywhere. That was weird. Yeah, there's big boats and nowhere to take them. Yeah, made no sense. But uh, this the, this will come back to haunt them. Mm. Uh, uh, Descendants 4 is going to be a very dark, dark oh, film. Oh, I hope so. It really is. They mm. already did uh, Descendants, The Royal Wedding. It is some of the worst animation I have ever seen. Oh, that's right. They've they, got the, mm. the cast back to doing the voice work. Mm-hmm. 
They sound terrible. <laughs> I it would appear they have, and I Dove Cameron's done a shit ton of animation. She does a lot of voice, and acting. for whatever reason, um, didn't translate. Sounded you. really weird mm. in this, and the rest of them sounded terrible. They got married after Hades accidentally blew up the 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 uh, uh, church. Accidentally, it was an accident. His uh. hair caught something on fire. They all said that. <laughs> that's the whole plot: is that Hades goes into the church, the whole thing lights on did, fire, and he leaves. Did and they he have... look like uh, uh, Woods Hades there? No, or... no, no. Oh. no. The animation is so bad in that. I mean, it, it it's almost like they 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 did it old school style, but they didn't animate certain pages. Oh, it's really choppy. Yeah. Oh, gross! So there Weird. was there there was supposed like storyboard. It, it was it it exactly. It almost looked like a storyboard. Really, they, they put no money into it. At one point, a couple of years ago, I saw something about them working on a fourth film. Mm. I don't know if that's going to happen now. Especially now, Cameron Boyce wasn't didn't do a voice over in. The royal wedding mm. cartoon. They and they, they really did a shit job explaining. Where's Carlos? Oh, he's on vacation. Okay, cool. Damn. And that was it. Just no. I hate that. You gotta give the guy some respect. So, so some res, some respect. But I I don't know if there's going to be a, an official fourth film on this yet. Disney yeah. Disney typically likes to work in threes. Mm. So something tells me this this is the end of the Descendants, as we know it. Mm. Heartbroken. Uh, we need a dark set of Disney thing to just we do all. We do. The, yes. It'd be fan, dude. It'd get so many people would watch this shit. All every adult, every fucking teenage shithead would fucking watch it. Everybody'd watch it, except for you know, and the kids would eventually watch it when they get older. Fucking money maker. Well, we've got Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. So what do we call it? Disney Blood? No, that's that's mm. wrong. Disney porn? No, no. I don't know. I need to think of a catch, mm. you know, catchy title for this new Disney station. Disney After Dark. Disney. <laughs> Boom. Done. <laughs> Done. Done. Disney After Dark. All right. Well, do we have anything uh, further to talk about with Descendants 3? No, I think we pretty much wrapped it up I, here. I think we did too. I, I think we are going to put Descendants to bed. We have gone on, a, on an amazing journey with Mal and crew. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like a better person afterwards, but maybe no. you do. I, I don't know. No. I know that I'm going to take a very long moratorium on watching yes. these movies again. <laughs> I am done. Could use a break. I need a break. So, All right. Well, it was a lovely time, Michael. Uh, yes. Thank you to everybody for listening and letting us ramble on about Duna. Dune. Yeah, Dune. Dinner. Dinner. Uh, we have quite a bit of the whiskey left, uh, mostly because um, we're tired. But it was very, very good. Uh, highly recommend the Tullamore Dew Cider Cask Finish Adventure. So yes. go, go for it. Next week, uh, I know we're doing Army of Thieves, right? We're doing Army of Thieves. I am so not looking forward to that. Uh, <laughs> as far as the kids' corner, uh, did your little one... Yes. Has she picked next week's? Yes, she has. Tell me. Uh, what was it? Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't know. I'm asking you. Hold on. It is Ohana. Some, finding Ohana. 
Finding Ohana. It's on Netflix. That is Lilo and Stitch, is it not? It's not Lilo and Stitch. Is it a sequel to it? It has nothing to do with Lilo and Stitch. Okay. It's not animated. It's live action. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm down. Yeah. Let's do it. Finding Ohana. Let's do it. we're going to watch. All right. Well, um, if you're wanting to spoil, what, what, what was the question I asked during Doom that I didn't want spoiled? Who cares? Uh, comments. Oh, uh, what happens with um, Thanos? Oh, Brolin? Brolin, yeah. Oh, that's right. If you want to let me know uh, if uh, Gurney or whatever the hell his name was. Gunny, Gurney. Gurney uh, survived, if you're aware of this because you read the book. Uh, contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. Facebook, The Morally Flexible Podcast. Twitter, at The Morally. Instagram, Morally underscore Flexible underscore Podcast. And, of course, our website is morallyflexiblepodcast.com. Dot com. Dot com. Thank you to everyone for listening. I hope that you have a pleasurable week. And during said week, you get to listen to the show. On behalf of Mike and myself, I bid you adieu and goodbye.